This week, life is a highway, and I do not want to ride on this one all night long as we discuss the 1993 suspenseful horror kind of kids movie. I don't know what the fuck to call it. The Good Son. Welcome to the Bloody Bits Horror Show. I am your host, Eddie. The Axe Jefferson, and joining me as always, the ineffective child psychologist, Tim Yobo. How are you doing today, good sir? Let me tell you, I one of my notes is, how the fuck does she have a practice in this town? <laughs> Dude, she fucking can't do anything right. She is the worst... <laughs> Discussing uh, a client with like just his roommate cousin. Oh my fucking with god! With a kid? With a yeah, with a kid, with another hey, kid. Don't talk. Don't say. Don't don't go to school and tell tales about. I want to tell you what a fucking crazy ass uh, cousin you got. They're cousins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah. cousins. Kissing cousins because folks, <sighs> we're talking about the good son, nineteen ninety three. We're we're we're. This might be the last 1993 movie we're covering for the month, actually. Now I'm looking at the calendar, Tim. Well, today's the 17th. Today is the 17th, but we have to do a Christmas special, right? Hmm. Do we know what we're doing for a Christmas special? Uh, no, we don't. What should we do for a Christmas special, Tim? This is a good. This is a good discussion. Let's get into hmm. it. What? What's what? What movie do you feel is very Christmassy, but is horror or horror adjacent? Aside Jesus from like Christ. Black Christmas, yeah, well, you got that. Well, we already did uh, that Killer Santa Claus movie, right? We did the, the Tales of the Crypt one with the Killer yes. Santa Claus. Yes. Uh, did we didn't do Better Watch Out? That's a fun one. Okay, remember that? What one, was the one Tim? that just came out last year? Violent Night. Violent oh, that's not really Night, a horror yeah. movie, though. Yeah, uh, there's that new one that just came out this year too. The the um. What the fuck? What? Uh, it's a wonderful knife. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, that's the one that. That's... that uh, what the fuck? What? Oh, the chick gets uh, uh, kills the town serial killer, but then she also decides she didn't want to be born. So then she she comes back to a world where that serial killer is still hopping and bopping around. I like the idea of it. I like it. I'll get. I'll give them that play on words with the title. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun premise, and and uh, you know, it, it's the people that did um, what the fuck is the name of the one? The chick that keeps she dies, and then she wakes up and has to figure it out every day. God Dead damn like me! No, 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 that was a good show though. No, it's a movie. That's the movie with the chick that gets killed by somebody with a mask on. Then she wakes up after a one night stand every day, and it's on her birthday. Happy death day. Happy Death. Oh yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Happy uh, Death Day people did. Uh, it's a wonderful knife thing. So I don't think that's what Happy Death Day. You know what? You know, what? hey, get on Twitter and tell us what do you think we should talk about for mm, Christmas? There you go. Maybe we could just have a Christmas special. I could put on some cheery music, and we could 
Let's leave it up memories. to our audience who's shown nothing but restraint so far since this, the uh, the videos have dropped of us. Oh, they've they've been they've shown restraint, Tim. Because mm -hmm. last I saw was you with tits. Yep. Thank you, David from Australia. <laughs> Thanks, David from Australia. I can't wait to get a picture of you, David. Mm. Take that for what? I mean, there's uh, nothing else to do down there, right? So. Yeah, except I mean, you're constantly avoiding death. I suppose mm -hmm. so. Maybe that's he's got to like blow it out. He like... should blow a poster of that. Maybe I could be like the number one selling uh, pinup in Australia. We could do it. A... <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> the hottest chicks in Australia, and it's just Tim Yobo's face badly on like a Farrah Fawcett picture. Tim Yobo's face on on uh, who else? No, Cheryl don't give me any idea. Don't defame uh, Farrah by putting Cheryl my face Teagues. on uh, Who else mm -hmm. do we got here? Carmen Electra. Carmen Electra. On a Carmen Electra. That'd be a fun one. Well, that's um, a big jump. Farrah Fawcett, Cheryl Tiggs, and then Carmen Electra. There's nothing in between the, that, well, we uh, have to, that gap? No, we got to jump through generations, right? Hmm. I guess we could do give you like a Kirstie Alley. No, never Kirstie Alley. Yeah. Uh, um, Jenny McCarthy before she was crazy and yeah, uh, was yeah. all anti-vax, right? Yeah, she did go bonkers, didn't she? Mm-hmm. It's funny that people are getting advice from the chick on Singled Out. I always worry about anything. that. Yeah. That's like, uh, I forgot what it was, but some some Hollywood actress made had this whole post about how we're living in the end times. It was on like Hollywood Reporter. Mm -hmm. Somebody retweets it, and then I like that their comments like, yeah, I don't know how to feel about this one. I'm going to wait until Alyssa Milano. I saw comes. that. I, I saw that one. Yes, I have to wait for Alyssa Milano to weigh in. And see. <laughs> just, yeah, and I know I've told it before, but it reminds me of MTV News when 9-11 just happened, and they brought in Redman for his thoughts. Mm. It's like, Redman, what, what are your opinions on this? <laughs> Look, well, you got a twenty-four new twenty-four hour news cycle. You got to do something to fill it, right? Mm. Yeah. If I if I can look, if ABC News can pick up a couple of Redmond fans by uh, you know having them on the air, I think that's the widest I've ever heard somebody say Redman. <laughs> Redman. Really? Redman. I said. I said. I did say Redman. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Think Red about Man. Spider Man. Redman. Spider Man. Yeah. Spider Man. <laughs> you sound like a British dude when you say it that way. You know, I think that's more New York accent. Than all the right, leave some tea and crop us out for the Spider Man. Yeah, yeah all right, something yeah. like that. I got that chimney sweep thing going on with it. Little bit, little bit. So, Tim, buddy, we're talking about the Good Son, but before we get to that, I got to ask mm -hmm. you the age-old question, my friend. What is it besides that Stella that you've been consuming? Mm -hmm. Boulder's Gate Three. Oh, really? What do you think of it so far? Uh. First, first, tell me about your character. I, t I told you, I was a druid. Um, You're a drow uh, druid. Yeah, drow druid. Because Tim and... likes double Ds. Hey, I just, uh, I, it's my first character build. And everything I kept reading about it and looking on the internet, it's like you these most people starting the game over like 10 fucking times before you find a character that you like and everything and a playthrough yeah. on it. Yeah. So for my first one, I just picked it, whatever easy. Uh I like how it has like all different things. Like if if you do one thing, because I know if I there's a thing where I read where if I save the fucking goblin bitch in the cage, mm -hmm. that all the the rest of the druids are going to be against me for the rest of the game. But mm. if I save her, it also helps me with having to do something where I got to wipe out a whole goblin city. It makes it easier for me to do it because I don't know whatever it is. So, 
but I like it. Uh, I lost a couple of fucking badass rolls where I had to get a 10. I got like a fucking three. Mm, you haven't been saves coming? I, no, no. It's, I'm saved when I'm saving it. And the couple of times where I got fucked up where I like, I died, I died. And I'm like, I don't mm-hmm. know what's going to happen if I die and I don't get to finish the game. So yeah. I did it, but I fucking started like half an hour back. But yeah, I know. I got to oh, uh, start saving like every 15 minutes or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's how least. some yeah. people are playing it. Like if they're like, oh, I want to try to pick this lock and it's like, say, a challenge, difficulty class of 20, they'll save it and then try to pick it. Fail. Oh, no, no, no. I'm doing, I'm only doing that if I get like fucking wiped out. Gotcha. Then okay. I'm like restarting yeah. and shit like that. But yeah, no, no, yeah, There's... yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's a thing. Yeah, right before you do some major thing, you just save yeah. it. And then if it doesn't work, you just keep There's... doing it. There's also but... a setting on there called Karmic Dice. I and... turned it off. Okay, okay. Yeah. Because so, I, I read on the thing. If somebody was said turn it off because it actually works against you when they're rolling yep. against you, they get higher rolls. So Yes. Yeah. 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 Plus it makes it less likely for you to get two high rolls in a row. Mm-hmm. Because okay. whatever your previous roll was, it goes further away from that. Just to to avoid you getting a bunch of ones. But I mean mm-hmm. that's that's part of the fun of the whole game, right? Is fucking up. Yeah. I got a couple of, right. I, I don't know what it was, but I, like I said, I fucked up doing something where I, I was supposed to get a 10, I got a 3, I don't know, whatever, that's part of the game, right? Yep, yep. And uh, I still have, I, the magic thing is getting me, I just can't figure out, I found out that I can, when I come across some fucking dead person on the middle of the road, I can use mm-hmm. a spell to talk to them and they'll tell me, I yeah. guess, how they died and shit like that, like, hey, there's a secret cave over here. Mm-hmm. I've had to switch into a cat a couple of times, again, one of those fucking burrows. <laughs> can't pick shit up when you're a cat, though. No, no, you certainly can't. What I'm it digging it's pretty good. That's good. So I'm trying to bang fun. the fucking devil chick, but uh, she's still too hot to fuck. <laughs> so the devil, the devil races, the tiefling, would you say they're the most bangable so far? No, or? is it the tiefling? No, it's the one that uh, we rescue. Uh, she comes out of hell. She's literally on fire. She's got that like fucking uh, metal thing in her chest. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, that that's was one not of the missions. Tiefling. We had to go and get some fucking metal to bring back to some guy so he can try to change the heart so we can fuck. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I'm glad you're having a lot of fun with it, man. Any That's any cool, movies? Yeah. Any anything uh, else like that you've been championing uh, with the bitch to talk the about? Discord. I think it was the Grindbin Discord. They were talking about a movie I asked you to put in the Blood Bank. Targets from 1968. Yes. Yeah. What Holy about that? Holy fucking shit, dude! It's a legit serious fucking movie. It's one of those movies that, like, if the Grindbin did it, it would mm-hmm. be like stop, watch the movie before you do the po- listen to the podcast. Okay. And it's one of those things where it'd be too good to fucking shit on it. This mm. is maybe the best fucking movie I've ever seen with Boris Karloff in it. Wow, that's saying something. And I think it's the first movie because I was listening. I, I liked it so much. I watched it immediately again with the director's commentary, Peter Bogdanovich. It's his first directing movie, and Samuel Fuller was like helping him out with all these fucking things on what to do this, tie this together, stuff like that. It's a really great fucking movie. Okay, okay. I'll you definitely know what? I recommend it. I'll have to add that up to the bank then and take a look at it. That. Sounds yeah, it fun happened to me. one year after uh, what's that guy's the fucking Whitman who went up into the tower in Texas and started shooting people. Oh God, yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of based on that a little bit, but it's really fucking good. I couldn't believe how good it was. It had me hooked in like when the first like five or six minutes. Okay, okay. So you said it was Target, Targets from nineteen sixty eight. Plural, yeah. plural. Mm-hmm. Targets from nineteen sixty eight. All right. Well, you know what? I'll set it up to download. And then it should be in the bank by tonight. How about that? Yeah, I think it must be on Blu-ray because, like I said, when I where I looked at it, I it had options going from like one gig, I think, up to like twelve gigs. Mm-hmm. And the one that I watched had like the director's commentary on it, and also had um, commentary from a movie critic or something like that. Oh, it's a Criterion. 
That's it why. might be a criterion. Yep. It's got all that yep. shit on it. Yeah, that makes so sense. That's, yeah. that's another. That's how good the movie is. I, I can't believe this movie is less isn't as well known as it should be. It's really yeah, fucking I've, incredible. I hadn't heard of it until you you posted it, man. That that's cool. That sounds like something I'm definitely a Boris gonna... Karloff movie where he's basically playing Boris Karloff, an I mean... actor in the movie who's getting ready to retire because he's sick and tired of doing <laughs> Victorian horror movies that he knows with what's going on in the world, it's not scary anymore. Right. So right. what do we got now? We got a fucking family annihilator and a guy who's going around fucking shooting people at will. Damn. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. The sounds way like that they weave fun, him man. together into the movie, it's really fucking good. I couldn't believe it. Nice. Nice. So yeah, so, that's about it for me. Sounds good. Buddy. Oh, and I got uh, my wife got me ginseng. Oh, super okay. fucking expensive ginseng. Yeah. I'm like, why are you getting me that? She's like, you know, it's, you know, it's good for your bing bing. No. Oh. I'll tell you, it's the worst lubricant I've ever used. Yeah. <laughs> Hard sticking it up your ass. The whole it's that root, fucking 80 year old ginseng root. <laughs> so when Aussies ask if you fancy a root, what they're talking about is stuffing a ginseng up your ass. That's what it is, yes. Australian ginseng, very famous throughout the whole world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Notoriously famous for the ginseng, Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's cool, man. Um, so I've been messing around. What have I been playing, man? That's a good question. I've been messing around on my Steam Deck a little bit, playing um, Dead Cells, the, the roguelike. That's, mm-hmm. uh, that's always fun. And then uh, a little bit of Baldur's Gate, of course, of course. And uh, watching, there's a new season of uh, Kitchen Nightmares that's popped up <sighs> on Hulu. And uh, Tim, you're going to love this. It's way shittier production value. And you can see that he's reading his lines like off of a mm-hmm. prompter or something the whole fucking time. It's, it's terrible. But the first one. They're not one, even trying anymore. The first one is at this place called the Bel Air Diner. And uh, so he goes in there and he's looking and he's like, oh, God, look at this menu. Because there's shit like Cacovine on the fucking menu. There's it's always eating... the thing is, there's always like an 87 page fucking menu that they have. Right. But there's also like euros and calamari at a diner. So my wife's like, what the fuck is this? And I said, this hmm. is in New York, isn't it? So I look it up. Is it? It's in it's in Queens. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, I, listen, diners on the East Coast are completely different than diners on the West Coast. Because out here, Tim, a diner, you get breakfast, you might get some sandwiches, and then for dinner, you might get a burger. They might do like a all-you-can-eat spaghetti or so. They don't really fuck around with dinner. Or, oh, no, or diners here, food. it's literally, it's, it's a thick fucking menu that you get. There's like yeah. 18 different things that you can order at any given time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Salisbury yeah. steak is on the menu at any day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that's... uh. I don't want to say it's great to watch, but it's <laughs> something to put on, you know? <laughs> uh, I I went through my phase of watching that, because I told you, I was watching the Hotel Nightmares that he was doing. And oh, yeah, yeah, Hotel Hell, yeah. The worst thing that you can do with these shows is binge watch them. Yeah. Because after you watch like five or six in a row, you're just like, okay, here's the pattern. A, B, C, and D. He's going to yep. walk into the place. The menu's too big. All the stuff that he's going to order is going to taste like crap. While the main, while the chef and the owner's convinced that they're going to be like, this is the best food I've ever eaten. Then he's going to go into the kitchen and find all this crazy shit. The chef or the owner is always going to, there's always going to be one that argues with them to the point of either quitting, giving up, or walking out. But at the last minute, they have a sit down. They talk about the guy's dead father, who he promised to run the restaurant or the hotel the right way. <laughs> and that's it. They turn it all around. 
uh, segment producer for Kitchen Nightmares, Tim Yobo here, folks. Jesus Christ. Very important to get the dead relevant relative in or yeah. the kids at home that you mortgage the house on and that's it. They're going to be homeless if the restaurant yep. doesn't take off. Yes. It, I mean, that's exactly the formula for this one. It's these two brothers that hate each other, but they don't really. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, the dad. Because what that, trauma did they have in the past, right? Their uncle fingered them. I don't fucking know. They don't. They don't really get into it. And the dad that wants to leave them the diner, but he doesn't think they're ready for it. And yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. And you nailed it. But occasionally you would see somewhere it would subvert that. Like the, there's somewhere he goes in and the place. It's like the food is great. It's just that they're mismanaging shit. You know. Mm-hmm. But that's very very fucking rare. Or you get the yeah, weird. That's not as fun. Yeah, no. you need to have that drama. Yeah, yeah, the food's got to suck. I will say, though, this is the first time I've seen him throw up. So that was pretty good. Here's the thing that I always wondered. When, because obviously when they're doing like that stress test or like at the end to see like how the restaurant's working at, they invite all those people to like overrun the restaurant and shit like that. Right. Who are those people? Do they know what they're getting? Do they know that they're getting the before? So I've read interviews. Kitchen nightmare service instead of the after kitchen nightmare service. Yeah, I've read interviews with uh, with people who had a restaurant that was on kitchen nightmares, hmm. and they kind of they drop a little bit of knowledge about it. Like for instance, Ramsey, the the overhaul and everything on the restaurant is considered an investment in it, and then he takes a cut of their profits after the fact. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For for a short amount of time. It's like for a couple of years or something. Because, dude, they're dropping like $100,000, $200,000 in some of these places to refurbish it and bring in new tools and shit. That's what I always wanted, too. But I always figured it was like one of those things. Because, like, at the end, you see, we want to thank our special thanks yeah, to you do World, get that. Whirlpool and, uh, you know, so, Art and shit like that. So this one, Tim, you, you can appreciate this one. He goes into the diner. He orders his food, gets a cup of coffee, right? He takes mm-hmm. the coffee, takes a drink out of it. He's like, ugh, this is gross, right? And I'm like, dude, I've worked in diners for a long time. I, I, diner coffee is strong. It's not good, right? Mm-hmm. That's the point. So, but then I'm like, that's fucking weird that he'd freak about that. But then, of course, you get to the end and it's all like, and check out this amazing new espresso machine I got to you by Corvair Coffee so, Company. Yeah, that's or how some I figured shit. how they got most of their so, money on it and shit like that. Right, right. So I pause it and I ask my wife, I was like, what happened if he goes in there and the coffee's fantastic? He takes a sip, the coffee is great, and he's like, well, fuck, I guess they don't need the product from our sponsor. No, what if he shits on it, and they have a Corvair machine that they made that coffee with? Oh, yeah. There you go. Now you're fucked. Oh, that'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> no, we have that machine. As a matter of fact, the guy just serviced it yesterday. He showed yeah. us how to make this new recipe. That's what you drank. No, it's the other thing. It's like, it's, it's just, I can't believe that there are kitchens that are that filthy and dirty. When you know Gordon Ramsay is showing Dude, up. That's yeah, that's the part that drives me nuts. Yeah, when if you it's know a surprise pop in, yeah. 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 Okay. But it's but... not a surprise. It's never no. but no, this one, Tim, they uh they were innovative in that I saw they had a tub of uh chicken halves, right? <laughs> in in their uh in their walk in uh fridge that was fermenting. Like it was in a liquid that was <sighs> bubbling. And it was so rotten. 
And I was like, fuck, dude, let that rip. This might be a new kind of booze that I've never heard I was going to say, it's chicken moonshine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just getting fucking What's that shit moonshine up. taste like? Chicken? <laughs> I'm getting fucking <laughs> blind drunk on cock juice tonight. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't get you, the, uh, the salmonella will get you. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Oh, God. I remember. Who was that? Somebody was saying you could only get salmonella from salmon. I don't remember who the fuck it was. <sighs> it's one of them dumbasses that got famous. Was it Jessica Simpson? Who no, thought no, the that... chicken of the sea was... <laughs> that was good. <laughs> thought the chicken of the sea was chicken. Because <laughs> it's just chicken of the sea, right? <laughs> Fucking genius. All right, Tim. So you're, mm. uh, you suggested The Good Son. Out of the movies that you gave me to pick from, yes, I thought this was the better of the choice. Well, I said 1993 horror. You could pick any other thing, too. Yeah, well. But okay, okay. Tell me then, Tim, what is your history with The Good Son? Uh, I think I saw this once when it first came out on vi- on video, and mm-hmm. that was it. Never thought about it too much again. And really? just every once in a while, there's a reference to it. And yeah. uh, it was about an hour it? and 30 minutes. Can't it was that. an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> That's true. It, it does have Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood in it. Yes. It's also fun. A it's very young Elijah directed, Wood. right? Yeah, mostly. Mostly mm-hmm. competently directed, I would say. Um, they put those kids in some crazy-ass situations where I don't know how they filmed some of the things that they filmed. Yeah, some of that. I don't know how you can do a stuntman for Elijah Wood hanging <laughs> off of the fucking <laughs> the tree house. Uh, well, I, I watched the entire credits. There's like fucking like 30 stuntmen who worked on this movie. And they're like subsets. Because they have like mm. the regular subsets. They have like, I think they have ones for the tree houses. They have one with swimming, one with the ice skating and all that shit. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a few. I mean, just, just the standing on mom's suicide cliff. Like that, that right there alone is enough for me, man. Fucking shit. That was freaking my wife out, yeah. Yeah, wife has an has a issue with heights. Uh, when it pulled back like that, and you could see yeah. just how far it just kept going. And then after a certain while, you're like, you know, you got a little fucking asshole kid running around. Stop going up to the fucking cliffs. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw, I, I'm similar. I think I saw it over at a friend's house, actually. They rented it and we watched it. And uh, it's weird because I've seen it a couple of times since then, right? It's just, it's popped up. It was like, I remember it was big on one of the TV channels back in the day. Probably they, they, TBS. Probably because it it is R, I believe. Is I think it? it's only R because the fuck when he says fuck or don't fuck with yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. Because Macaulay Culkin says fuck one time because there's really no blood in it. No, it's very. There's, there's no, no times where he's peeking in on the mom or shit like yeah. that. Right? Nothing like that. It's very mellow. Just, just yeah. The kid screaming fuck. I guess there is blood on the dog when they throw it in the well. No, you only see the the bag has blood on it. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, maybe killing a dog in a movie, which, uh, tr- trigger warning, dog gets killed in this fucking movie by the little cop sucker. screen, though. They, they, yes. You hear a katunk in the door? Yeah, well, all right, whatever, <laughs> but... <laughs> so, is that enough to get an R rating? One fuck? It's gotta be the fuck, that's it, It's right? gotta be because it's a kid that says fuck, like... Yeah, okay, I'm looking at a parent. Yeah, because wait, isn't it that there's a Marvel movie where I think somebody says fuck, and that's PG-13. So this says the MPAA gave it R for acts of violence and terror involving a disturbed child. 
Which one? Because both of them are fucking disturbed. Oh my god. <laughs> Elijah Wood's character is out of his fucking mind with his weird. Let me tell you, when Macaulay, t- when that fucking kid turns that shit on, well, she's not my mom, she's yours. I'm like, oh fuck, you got his ass. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty That's good. <laughs> so uh, for this one, we've got. Let me pull up my notes here real quickly. <clears throat> it was directed. Because you brought up that it was competently directed. So I did look Uh into this. Directed by Joseph Rubin. Now, he directed Sleeping with the Enemy. Uh, He directed The Stepfather from 87. And uh, 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 Dreamscape from 84. I don't think I've seen Dreamscape. But I've seen all the other movies. And they're all pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Dreamscape was Dennis Quaid. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Never a big Dennis Quaid fan. Yeah. Yeah. I get oh, you. No. I get you. But Sleeping with the Enemy was fantastic. I mean, as far as directing, I, content wise, yeah. maybe not the best, but yeah, yeah. Julia yeah, Roberts, what do you want? Yeah. Written by Ian McEwen. Uh, he wrote not a lot I'd be interested in, if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so it's a, a novel adaptation, but uh, he actually did the adaptation for this one. So no one to blame but himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he wrote Atonement and Enduring Love, which... Atonement? What's Atonement? That's some religious uh, movie? Atonement 2007 with James McAvoy and Kira Knightley. Hmm. You got me. Let's see what this is about. 13-year-old fledgling writer... Brioni Tallis irrevocably changes the course of several lives when she accuses her older sister's lover of a crime he did not commit. So a lot of this guy's got a lot of hangups, I think, about mm-hmm. like being falsely accused because the good yeah, son, right. you know, Elijah Wood's character is very commonly falsely <laughs> accused of some shit. In fact, that's most of the movie. Uh, and that kitchen scene. <laughs> So stupid. You are out on your fucking ass. You fucking with my spaghetti and meatballs? Come oh, on. Oh, and that looked like a that was a big ass container of spaghetti and meatballs, mm. man. God damn. So uh, as we said before, Macaulay Culkin stars in it playing Henry. And this is a nineteen ninety-eight just just off of the home alone or ninety-three, sorry, just off of Home yeah. Alone, just going into Home Alone 2. And apparently he his father wanted him to be in this movie so bad that he told the studios that he was going to pull him out of Home Alone too unless he got to be in The Good Son. Well, I mean, look, uh, I think history has shown that his dad's a great manager and knows exactly what he was doing, right? Yeah, he also demanded <laughs> <laughs> that the sister was in it, that the, brother, the brother was in it. But I'm the brother's sure that just... there was a cousin who might have gotten into it. So, so the sister's in it, playing the sister, but the brother is just in a photo. He's supposed to be a, a, a picture, a young picture of uh, Macaulay in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rory McCulkin. Mm-hmm. He's the one that did he even go on to anything? He was in an episode of Law and Order SVU where. Um, his mom, Mayor Winningham, was giving him psychic, psychic, uh, psychiatric drugs that the drug companies were testing by just dropping them off at people's doors so the doctors wouldn't know. And then he went in and he did a school shooting. That was the, that was the whole, what was it, the acne medication that they said caused Columbine. That was a theory was That's for what a they... minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the, <sighs> was it Accutane? 
one of them. There was some acne medication that they said that it interfered with SSRIs, uh, serotonin reuptake inhibitors, which mm -hmm. are, are antidepressants. Yeah. yeah, they said that Accutane interfered with SSRIs, so kids who were clinically depressed and taking those would get on the Accutane and would cause them to have uh, psych psychiatric problems. Th mm -hmm. there was Just never... those two assholes, though, right? Right. Yeah, that's the mm -hmm. thing. Is it was never mm -hmm. proven, and I don't think mm -hmm. they even were on Accutane. Like, I don't know. There was so some weirdness. So Bolton would have to be on uh, antidepressants and using that uh, acne medicine and have it hit them at the same time in the same exact way. Yeah, yeah. that seems plausible, yeah. Or you could go with uh, Gus Van Sant's theory from that movie Elephant, that they were both secretly gay, and that's why they did it. <sighs> that's why I've never seen that movie. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. is a piece of shit. <laughs> and a terrible fucking premise. <laughs> so, you get Elijah Wood playing Mark. Uh, of course, our Hobbit buddy. Well, what he's good. Like he's yeah. fuck, he is really he's a really good actor in this fucking movie because he's really because I don't I don't think he's a real psychotic in real life, but he's a little fucking psychotic kid. He's a, he's almost as bad as fucking uh, McCulkin in this movie. Yeah, and he's got such a like love for the horror genre too. I wonder if a mm -hmm. little bit of that came from doing this movie. You know, getting involved Maybe, in yeah. it at such a young age because he's in that new uh, Toxic Avenger. That's coming yeah, out. that's right. And he did yeah. Maniac, right? He did the remake of Maniac. Yes. Yeah. Which was a fantastic remake, by the way. Yeah, and dude, um, unless you're a horror fan, and you don't do a fucking remake of Maniac, if, especially if you're Elijah Wood after all those fucking Lord of the Rings movies. No, that's, no. Yeah, that's you want to do that fucking movie. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. He made his money on Lord of the Rings, and he decided, I'm going to go out and do whatever the fuck I want to do, which is the best yep. kind of celebrity to be. He also was in um, um, Wilford, which is a fantastic show. It's the one about the guy whose neighbor's dog uh, anthropomorphizes around him, so he's, like, talking uh, to his neighbor's dog. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I, I know what you're talking about. It's a good yeah, show. Yeah. You should check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, then you've got Wendy Crewson, who plays Susan. That's the the mother. Uh -huh. So, Tim, uh, uh, on the hair scale, where do you put her? <sighs> bottom, bottom. Bottom. Can't take this ass. All right. It's not great. She was in Air Force One. That's a good movie, right? With uh, Harrison Ford? With Harrison Ford, yep. She was also in okay. that uh, the Schwarzenegger movie Nobody Talks About, The Sixth Day. With Gabriel Byrne? Uh, Michael Rappaport's in it. <laughs> Was Terry Crews? <laughs> hmm. I thought that was the one with Gary Byrne where he was the devil. Oh, that's no, end of days. That's end, that's of, days. end of days. No, the sixth yeah. day. A man meets a clone of himself and stumbles into a grand conspiracy about clones taking over the world. So, oh, so it's total recall, but on Earth. So it's us before Jordan Peele, right? <laughs> Jordan Peele, you hack. You yeah. hack, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, so yeah, then you've got David Morris who plays Jack, the uh, the dad, kind of. Yeah, the this the the not stay at home dad. The the stay away dad. <laughs> He's really hands off in this movie, man. <laughs> I mean, look, after driving what 13, uh, 13 states. That's fair. I'm dropping that kid off and running as fast as I can too. Yeah. He's really in it for the beginning, and then a couple of phone calls. And that's about it. <laughs> Maybe they had him like for a day. Could be. Could be. 
The, the, wouldn't you get a bigger actor if you just had him for one day? If you have a role for one day, don't you get like a... Uh, no, he's a good actor. He's always good in whatever he's in. Fair, yeah. But don't you get like somebody... Let's see, it was 93, right? Who do you get? Maybe you get like a... Uh... Uh, you know what? I can't think of anybody better for, for just a single use. For this, yeah. yeah. He's a good actor. He's got to be cheap in 93, right? Yeah, yeah, he couldn't be demanding a ton, that's for sure. He's I mean, just off a of saying elsewhere. Yeah, I guess all the money must have gone to Macaulay Culkin then. He's kind of the star, right? Uh, yeah, nobody else at that time. Home Alone just probably fucking huge numbers. Yep. So yeah, this is this is before My Girl, right? Uh, ooh, that's a good question. My girl was, yeah, I think this was before. Because when was my girl? I'm so looking Home it up Alone, now. then this, then Home Alone two, and then My Girl, or no? Okay, so Home Alone, then My Girl, uh, then Home Alone yeah. two, and this. So yeah, because My Girl would have been ninety one. Jesus. So he had he had like. Like, I always like to point out Jim Carrey, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Ace Ventura, The Mask, and Dumb and Dumber all came out the same year. And uh, what's, the, uh, what's the other one? Um, Me, Myself, and Irene, which is a great fucking movie. Yeah, yeah. Followed that up almost. A, so, like, there was a point where Jim Carrey was almost competing with himself in the box office. Yeah. Never did. His movies are overlapping, yeah. Yeah, so this was, like, at that, like, Jim Carrey at his peak, because... Remember, he also had done um, Uncle Buck before he did Home Alone, right? He was the precocious, annoying child in Uncle Buck. It, oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah, it's yeah. been a long time since I watched Uncle Buck. Yeah, he's Uncle Buck, and he likes to fuck. Uh, so <laughs> that's about it for the- no, that's uh, the... Party Monsters. Yeah. Oh, you ever saw that one? That's a fun one. That's a great movie. That's it really is. good. Him and Seth, you know, that's another Seth Green is fucking really good yeah. in that goddamn movie. Yeah, he really shows his range a lot more in that than than a lot of his <laughs> other. <laughs> a little bit better than Can't Hardly Wait, I would say. Yep. Yeah. All or right. Arcade. Yeah, yeah. Then arcade. <laughs> what a crazy fucking movie that one was, man! Oh my god, I, I love like retro futurism. When they think they're going to predict what's going to happen with like VR and shit. And, uh, For the most part, yeah, no, just best usually. to do it off screen and let the, the people's imagination go with it. Yeah. So, in an alternate universe, was The Good Son a short story by Stephen King? Uh, no, because except for Apt Pupil, I don't think he's ever done. Like just regular kill. Oh, I know, because he does he does crime novels now, like that Mister Mercedes and other mm. shit. Mm. But yeah, yeah that's no. true. There's nobody. I don't think so. There's nobody magical. You know yeah, what I mean? No. Uh, speaking of the trailer that's coming out, Magical Negro in this movie. So yeah, have you seen yeah. the trailer for that movie? No, I haven't. What is it? It's that's the name of the movie, and it's uh, a David Gordon Greer, the guy from In Living Color. Oh, David Allen Greer. It looks yeah. like the whole thing is that, uh, like, from the gist that I got, it was like, they're black guardian angels, and their whole thing is to make white people feel better about themselves <laughs> and to help white people out. <laughs> so. That's a fantastic premise for a movie, yeah. man. But I hope it's not one of those, like, the um, 
what was the one the horror movie where the whole premise was that they can't we can't all be the first to die because all the characters in it are black and they're oh, like Listen, they're, yeah 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 we're in a like, like maybe six seven months ago right yeah yeah but i heard that one's kind of a letdown mm. so i hope it's not one of those situations no, because that sounds, looks pretty good yeah i'll have to check that out that sounds funny on paper you know you could do a lot with it. And David Allen Greer did funny stuff before. So, you know. Yeah. He's always good in whatever he pops up in. I'll give him a pass on that. He was in um he was in Blank Man. Remember that one, Tim? Are you drawing a blank, man? I'm going to say I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I think that is the first time I watched a movie uh that I can recall and was like I feel dirty. That was bad. <laughs> It was a terrible fucking movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Damon Wayans plays a, a man of spurious intellect, let's say, whose the whole gimmick is he invents a bulletproof spray that he then sprays on all of his basically homeless person clothing to fight crime. It's news to me. I've never seen that movie. I don't know what you're talking about. So You've never seen Blank Man? Oh, I'm gonna go with Tim, no, buddy. <laughs> I'm gonna go with no. Tim, Blank Man came out in 1994. It's not a horror movie. It. Uh, I mean, I beg to differ. I saw it. <laughs> I was a fucking in fear for my life. I'm horrified thinking about watching it. So Holy maybe that does count. Yeah. Shit. I was 13 years old when this movie came out. It came out August Dang 19th of 1994. Right that is insane because oh man that just gave me existential dread because literally my parents were like here's some money go see a movie and i i rode my bike across town this is in in longview washington which is was a it date terrible... night for them no so they managed a uh, motel right yeah and they lived well, so in every it. night was date night yeah nice no so every night was one person has to stay at the motel they never had a day off, right? Because they lived there. So 24-7, mm-hmm. you didn't pay rent. You didn't have to pay any bills. And you got paid. But you live there and you're on call 24-7. Yeah, but that's still kind of cool. Because, you look, I'm getting paid to sleep here, right? I'm getting yep. paid to take a shit here. I'm getting paid to fuck here, eat don't, here, watch yeah, yeah. TV. Don't have to pay for electricity. Don't have to pay for mm-hmm. cable. You get HBO. It's, I mean, it's a good deal. Dude, just get like a bunch of fucking electrical uh, fucking outlets, extension cords, and just sell that fucking electricity. God get damn it. as many fucking cable splitters as you can get. Make some fucking money. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filling up fucking jugs of water and selling it to yeah. people. Yeah, Tim. I got electricity. Ten cents a kilowatt. Come on. You're sneaking all the leftover donuts from the Continental Breakfast. Selling them to the, to the buffet across town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good move, Tim. No, so so I'm just realizing I was 13 years old. I walked out of my house, hopped on a bike, rode across town, and watched this fucking movie. Tim, Tim is like my daughter's age. Mm-hmm. You gonna let your daughter do that? Fuck no. Just mm-hmm. hop on a bike and go across town to go see Blank Man. That's a terrible movie. That's why I ran down in this movie. These kids, up to a certain point, are living the fucking life. They're man. getting away I with murder. Doing all this kind of crazy ass shit when I was a fucking kid. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Well, except for the uh, the animal cruelty part. Yeah, but yeah. when I saw that crossbow, I was like, "Fuck! I wish I would have thought about that when I was a kid." Yeah. 
Yeah, that was the bolt gun that he had. Fanta- All right, so we open up on Mark standing in the woods playing a little bit of soccer, and then this just random fucking menacing dude walks up to him and takes him <laughs> to a hospital. And he goes, milkshake. The code is milkshake. <laughs> 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 that's a deep grind bin uh a mini yeah. bin reference well yeah. you gotta have a code for any adult that's gonna go pick you up right hmm. tim that's a code for you would have just been a guy shaking five dollars at you uh for five bucks yeah you got my interest peaked yeah ten dollars i'd be like hey my parents ain't giving anybody five bucks to pick me up and anybody <laughs> they would give five bucks to pick me up it's gonna pocket that shit and not give it to me that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I grew up in similar fucking financial mm-hmm. dire straits. My parents wouldn't have paid anybody to pick me up. No fucking mm-hmm. chance. He'll find his way home. Yeah, He's yeah. got a bike. Yeah. He can go watch Blank Man. It's fine. Back then, the movies would let you sit there all day, so it's okay. That's true. Yeah, I did sneak into additional movies from time to time. That's... I wonder when that stopped. Sneaking into movies? No, not sneaking in the movies, but like literally like buying a ticket for the 12 o'clock show and just sitting there after the movie ends and watching mm. it one or two. I remember when I was a kid, we did that all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah we didn't. We never did but, that. We we snuck into different movies. We'd figure out the show yeah, times of movies. Sneak in the movies, but yeah. if it's something like it's really good, like Conan the Barbarian oh, yeah, or yeah. something like that, there's a lot of tits in it. Yeah, yeah why not? Fuck it. Yeah, but a, yeah, I don't think, I know you can't do that anymore, but I'm wondering like when that stopped. Of just being able to buy a movie ticket and just basically parking your ass there for the whole fucking day until you were tired of watching the movie. Because there was also another thing. Too, I don't think you can do any. I remember when I was a kid, you could buy a movie ticket for a movie that had already started an hour ago. Yep. yep. And walk into it. And then what you would do, you'd watch the last hour of it. And then you would sit and wait for it to start again. Then you'd watch the hour that you missed. Yeah. And then you'd get up and walk out or watch the rest of the movie again. But By the way, you what just a- don't... You're not, what a schizophrenic way to watch a movie, too. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't know. I guess if you're pressed for time or shit like that, yeah. it's like it's half going to half see, see Joy's halfway started or going to see Julia with uh, was Jane it, Fonda in it. Was it maybe like a 9-11 thing? Like afterward, they were so afraid of people like leaving ba- bomb bags and shit in the theater that they'd clean it out? No, I mean, no. I mean, look, if, you, if you, you're going to leave a bomb, you want to get the fuck out of there as fast as possible. You don't want to sit there for right. three, uh, three movies. Yeah. No, I'm just saying more like that, that people would, would go through and do a sweep of the place to make sure nobody left a bomb and then like walked off after the movie. Or something. No, because I remember when I was seeing the movies, the lights would come up, the ushers would come in, they'd be sweeping yeah. the fucking aisles up, throwing garbage, and that was, you was just sitting there, and they didn't tell you to get out or hmm. anything. It has to be something where they somebody figured out, like when movies were like doing good, like not like now, mm, yeah, where they're, like they're begging for people to go see movies, and like thank God for Godzilla minus one for people fucking going yeah. to buy a ticket. That's a good point. Where it was like yeah. get them out of the fucking theater because if they're going to sit there, that's one less ticket that if it's full. You can't sell. It's, it's, it's true. It's a sellout. You already got five people sitting there yeah. for the last show. So I mean, but but, but come on. If if somebody came in and was like, "Look, fucker, you're in my seat," and you knew for a fact you were watching a movie the third fucking time, you'd get up. You know? Yeah, no, but well, back then there was no reserve seating. That's now true. Now they reserve seating. I bet that's I mean, what it is. My yeah. seat. Get the fuck out of here. With my reserve seat. seating, fucks it all up too, man. <laughs> for sure. But you know what? I love it. I love the reserve seating. Big fan. It so, is nice. Yeah. So she goes to, or he goes to see his mom die, apparently. So he's like looking at his mom's wedding photo for some reason. Then she goes over, he goes over, like holds her hand, and she's like, Oh, mm. I love you, and, and we'll always be together. 
And he's like, no, we, we won't always be together because I'm not going to let you die. Yeah, I promise I won't let you die. This is how our movie opens. Mm-hmm. Folks. Which I have a question. It's like, how fucking sick was she? Or were they just faking it, putting her in witness protection? Because there were no tubes in her. There were no machines. Nothing. She was fine. She was perfectly yeah. fine. She just wanted to get away from the family. Fucking doughy-eyed kid. I can't take his eyes anymore. <laughs> He's going to ship him out to New Zealand. He can wander around in the woods with his friends. So now, of course, he dies. We cut to them dumping rashes in the like side of the road or something. It's just like some shitty like desert area they're dumping rashes. And then... Eh, she's one with the desert. And then Henry watches a bird fly away. And he's like, oh, there you go. There's mom. She's That's in the bird. That's my mom's spirit. Yeah, she's looking for. She's looking for somebody else's body to occupy. Yep, yeah, she's as free as a bird now, Tim. And uh, <laughs> then we cut to the dad dumping him off at his brother's house or his sister's. Because we, there's some job or something that he has to do. He's got to close the Tokyo deal, Tim. <sighs> If okay, can, so if that's he can, where he went to Tokyo? Yeah, if he can close the... Well, he's got to close the Tokyo deal. He might be in Tokyo, I don't know. But if he can close it within the next 13 days, they'll be set for life. Okay, yeah, so, whatever the Tokyo mm, deal is, yeah. Tokyo deal... Nagasaki nine, Tower? The uh, the plans for Nagasaki Tower, maybe? Nagasaki Tower, yeah. No, it's so 93, the Tokyo deal. What would that be? Is that they're 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 gonna bring more like foreign motor cars over to to? No, ninety three Toyota and Honda were already uh, ruling the world. Yeah, they they had already killed. Maybe something the American... to do with whales. Whales, yeah, maybe like whale oil lamps or something, something mm. like that. I don't know. Maybe he's helping to figure out a way to get past that whole fucking thing about not killing whales. So it's oh like, hey, yeah, say you're doing it for science. Maybe he's gonna be the guy to bring anime over. Because 93, think about it. Because the first, Oh, shit, yeah. That's when we started getting anime over in America mm. really big time. I bet that's what it was. He was going to bring over anime. Then his kid would have been a fucking murderer. Right? <laughs> Something, yeah. So then, okay. Show, shows up at their house. And immediately, fucking Mark... Or, or Henry. I'm going to confuse the names Henry. of them. The kid's name is Henry. Right? Henry Mark is, is Doey I. Yeah, Henry yeah. Mark is, is Home Alone. Elijah yeah. Wood. Henry yeah. is Macaulay Culkin. So Henry, like, drops down from the attic wearing a fucking Michael Myers mask. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, foreshadowing. Nice. Nice. Good call. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then he's like, hey, I made you a mask too. Why don't you wear it? Then we can be brothers or something. All right. Just just put a pin in that. How right oblivious are these parents? This kid is a fucking menace. Forget Dennis, which he also mm-hmm. yeah yeah. Forget that. He yeah insane. Would, would the, yeah, the worst shed? thing Dennis did was fucking uh, bother the old man next door. Not hey, he hassled, kill his dog. He hassled Mr. Wilson. Yeah, he didn't <laughs> fucking create death traps and what shit. What happened to Mrs. Wilson's dog? Oh, that's a good question. You know what? I shudder to think about it, Tim. I really do. So then they sit down to dinner, and the note I have is, okay, are they in Colorado, or are they in, like, New England? No, they're in Maine now. 
Okay, they so they drove this... from wherever it was that they were. Because he said at one point he says eleven states in three days was pretty mm, good time. So that would be definitely Maine. So again, yeah, I reiterate, they got a lobster on the fucking table. Is this a Stephen King story? <laughs> I mean, they just have to. It's go. getting closer to it. Yeah. So it's like Stand by Me, but instead of like going to see a dead body, they're going to go create one. We're going to make a dead body. Yeah. There you go. Prequel to Stand by Me: How the Kid Died. I was going to say, we never really found out how that kid really died. Just supposedly he, he got hit by the train. Yeah, he didn't look hit by a train, though. Yeah, that's true. Looked like he was doing all right. You know what? I bet Kiefer Sutherland sucked his blood out and threw him down there. <laughs> but that's what fucking happened. Dude, give me a... After the orgy, they dumped his body. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> yeah, they all banged him out and then threw him down there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, yeah, they're all eating a whole fucking lobster. And and you're already getting some clues that Macaulay Culkin's not to be trusted because he, he really enjoys breaking up that lobster a little too much. And not only that, but he fucking right away, he's fucking kicking the kid's shin under the table. That, what a dickhead, by the way. Just kicking the fuck out of him, man. And then, then they play it off though, like it's a fun little happy, like, oh. They're both psychopaths. They're just psycho in different ways. Yeah, that's bad. I'm wondering if, given enough time, if Elijah Wood wouldn't have tried to kill uh, Henry off to have the mom all for himself. See, I see Elijah Wood's character like a Herbert West reanimator. I think hmm. he's got that 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 psychopathic tendency in him, but he's more reserved. You know what I mean? He, he's not like Macaulay, who's just like has no regard for human life or, or anything. Yeah, Macaulay would definitely take his uh, head off his headless body and try to uh, eat uh, Barbara Camp Crampton out. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Hmm. <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> I shouldn't talk about, like, to somebody I met, like Barbara Crampton. Now it's weird to be like, I'd eat her pussy. You know? <laughs> She's Is older. It less weird? I'm It'd old. be less weird if you thought that you never met her. It's a good point, yeah. I guess uh-huh. it, I guess it's a little more <clears throat> flattering that way. That's a good point. <laughs> you know what? I hope she takes it as a compliment. So, <laughs> only if I was dead, though. Only if I was dead and my head was removed. Only then. Uh, okay, you're one of those guys. I'm okay. a married man, Tim. <clears throat> I mean, come on. <laughs> so, okay, then they, they decide to run off and play. And he's like, all right, let's go climb up into my... The craziest fucking worst constructed pile of shit treehouse. I don't understand how that ladder system works. So, yeah, so he's like, there's an actual ladder that's like in an angle going up the tree, and then mm-hmm. you start getting those planks that are nailed into the tree. Yeah, and then it looks like you got to do like a fucking um, Assassin's Creed type thing because like the last like three rungs of the ladder are almost like on the other side of the tree, and then you have to jump up into the treehouse. And pull yourself up. Yeah. You see, usually with the treehouse, what you want to do is you want to leave like an opening flush against the tree. So when you climb up, you climb up through the hole into the floor. Mm -hmm. Macaulay's move is a little bit different than that. So he just made the floor nice and flat and you've got to like go up and around it, you know. But there, there yeah, was... that's right. Well, he's crazy, so that's he how is... crazy people build shit. Yeah, yeah. So of course, he asks Elijah Wood's character, "Oh, you're not afraid of heights, are you? You know, pussy." <sighs> Peer pressures him, climbs up this mm-hmm. fucking craziest ladder you've ever seen to this. I mean, it had to have been three hundred feet in the air. This tree. 
And they're really climbing the tree. Yeah, they're actually climbing this fucking thing. He gets up there. He stands on this branch trying to pull himself up. Of course, the branch breaks. And we get the cliffhanger scene of Macaulay Culkin's character holding Elijah Wood's character. And he gives the old, uh, hey, if I let go, do you think you could fly? Okay, Tim, if you're visiting Mm -hmm. your cousin, the the one that was Mm -hmm. trying to finger your other cousin in that car... Cousin Patrick, yes. Yeah. And and he pulled this shit on you. It wasn't my cousin. It was his half-sister. Whatever. And but he didn't know it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. He's like, I don't know why I'm oddly attracted to him. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, we just have this natural chemistry. I don't know what it is. But if this cousin pulls that shit on you... Mm-hmm. No, done. That's it. Done? No, I'm in my room for the rest of the two weeks reading a fucking book. Yeah, exactly. You know what? Maybe fuck that kid. Mm-hmm. How about that shit? Catching up on my Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. Yeah, but no. Instead, Elijah Wood's tickled by it. They get, he gets up there with him, and they roll around and play. I grab told you ass. they're both psychos. Yeah. Well, one the 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 kid's got a little bit of an excuse because his mom died in front of him. And that's a little bit, you know. No, he's rough. the other thing too. I run down is he's having way too good of a time too soon. Yeah. You think he was a good time kid on that fucking ride, thirteen states over with the dad, or he was just oh a sad sack sitting in that car the whole fucking time, and then all of a sudden a treehouse makes him forget about his fucking mom. Well, the dad had it figured out. He just gave him a Game Boy. And he's like, "Hey, what are you doing, blowing up the universe?" <laughs> oh yeah. Like a real dickhead. <sighs> Fucking asshole. So, okay, that's fun. Then they 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 uh, they turn into the kids from that Affex Twin Come to Daddy video. Because they're just running through this weird industrial warehouse with sticks just banging into shit. <sighs> and then, Breaking windows. Going into buildings I had to condemn that might break to fucking fall down at any moment. Tim, you got into some monkey shines as a kid, right? Like this. This whole scene brought back memories because when me yep. and my friend, we would do shit like this. Literally, yep. like, there was a fucking factory that, that it was like closed down and there was a broken window you can climb into. Hell yeah, we were going in there. We used to go to the fucking train yards and hang out. We'd jump on the fucking trains as they were pulling into the fucking station mm-hmm. and try to see if we how far into the train we could get before somebody spots us and we'd run out. I remember one time the fucking train started chugging along and I'd take a running jump off the fucking back of the train. I thought I was going to break my fucking leg jumping out of it. That was with Peter Nertney. Hmm. Bleep that name out. I just watched your video. Somehow it put like a bubble above your head of a thumbs up emoticon. Did you do? Is it? Is that it? Is, is that it, what it is? Hey, thumbs up video. No, I don't know why the fuck it did that. It did that when I was doing uh, the Stephen Izzy show too. Hold on, that's got to be Wait, your camera. It's got to be something reactions to do with your. Reactions are off now. I think. Wait, now reactions are on. So. Oh. This is some content for our video crowd. If you want to see the video (laughs) content of Tim giving a thumbs up, just go to patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. So anyway, yeah, they, they, you know, I I think I told the story before about when we tipped over that school bus, me and a bunch of friends. That must have been fun. uh, To be fair, it was a non-operative school bus that was laying on Mm -hmm. its side. So, so it's fair game. Fuck yeah, it, yeah. We didn't, and it was in the woods. It was like in the mm-hmm. woods near a school. Yes, we also broke into the school that night, but 
<laughs> what are you gonna do? No, Sexual like, limitations are out. This is the stupidest thing too, thinking back, because there's just like six of us kids. We all climb on top of this school bus, right? And just get it rocking back and forth by stepping back and forth, you know? <laughs> Until the thing <laughs> hits the pivot point. What can go wrong? And starts yeah. tipping over. And this was the plan. This was our plan was to tip it over, by the way. So then now it's tipping over on you. What do you do? Well, you got to jump some direction. Jump? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't die. Uh, what do you mean some direction? You got to jump in at the opposite direction that the bus is falling. Oh, yeah, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you go forward <laughs> or backward, too. Yeah, that's true. Okay. But, yeah. No, we lived, though. So now they just start wrecking fucking window, windows in this joint. Dude pops in. Hey, you son of a bitch. What the fuck? It? And then they scatter, of course. Run off and laugh. Tee hee hee. And this town. So let me say, the people who have jobs in this town making money. He's a night watchman at this fucking place? Well, a day watchman, because when they run out, it's still daytime. Yeah. So, It's going right. to be a good gig. This, the fucking psych, the family uh, therapist lady, they're all fucking that's, making money somehow. I don't think that's really a therapist. Yeah, that's true. She's just some crazy old lady that... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just some old lady that they're like, listen, she thinks she's a therapist, but she's a free babysitter. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. We dropped the you kid. You want to dump your kid somewhere for two hours? Yeah. That's a that's your lady. She will sit there and talk to him all day, but uh, uh, she's got ribbon candy, so it's fine. <laughs> They'll be all right. They can just have some of that. That's what makes you really crazy. So this dickhead, they run over to this old well in the middle of a, a cemetery. How does that work? Well, that's where they put the ring girl. Yeah, well, I have written... Bodies decomposing, aren't they getting into that well? Is that where you want your drinking water to be coming from? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really get that one. That's not where I'd go to, to, to get something to drink. Like, but that's the other thing, too, is here's where the kid's hanging out in the fucking cemetery. Yeah, yeah, just yet another little clue about how fucked up this kid is. Uh -huh. So he he uh, had tucked over some cigarettes in the well. So he pulls out a little box, <sighs> opens it. Tim, does that make you wistful? Uh, no, because I wasn't stupid enough to be smoking that young. But just to see that in the movie mm. with the kid, two kids smoking a fucking cigarette. How at young that age. do you think they were? In the movie or what yeah, they were in the supposed movie. to be? In the movie. Uh, I think in the movie they're supposed to be like maybe what, 11, 12 years old? Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't have my first cigarette until I was like 14, I think. Uh, I, yeah, I was trying to remember like the first time I tried one. Well, I remember because I when, was probably even younger than that, but when I was 14, I was dating didn't a, take. a girl that was 16 and she smoked. So she was like, hey, you want to have so, a cigarette, too? And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. I'll do whatever it takes to hang out with a girl two years older than me. Yeah, yeah hell you, yeah. You can let me play with your titties some more? All right, well, <laughs> sign me up. You know? First time I ever smoked weed, too. Uh, no offense to you, Eddie, but what was wrong with her? What's a 16-year-old girl doing dating a 14-year-old boy? Uh, dad wasn't around. Okay. <laughs> So she went the exact opposite. She's like, yeah. hey, Dad, you're lucky. I could be dating a 31-year-old. That's a good point. Yeah. No, Dad wasn't around. And uh, that was a weird story because I was dating her friend before, and then we broke up. And then she's like, I heard you broke up with my friend. Poor guy. You want to talk about it? And then moved in. 
moved in Damn, on. Damn, Randy, shit, you I'm must have game. Yeah. I'm telling you, you know, <laughs> when I was 14, I was a piece <laughs> of ass, Tim. <laughs> uh, and then never again, never again after that. That's yeah, well, okay. you're married now, so it's okay, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm married and just waiting to, to die. You don't have to be hot anymore. You can let yourself go a little bit. That's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, I haven't started that already? <laughs> Shit. All right, that's what I did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just said, hey, it's your good cooking. All right, yeah. I, I can't tell my mm-hmm. wife that because I cook. Yeah. All hey, right, it's well, your good it. cooking. <laughs> no she she would bake uh my wife she's a good baker and she used to make uh tom ka soup was her favorite thing to make when she would cook though if she okay. you know the uh the thai kind of coconut cream chicken lemongrass uh, i'd be more interested in the baking because uh, that say, appeals Tim, to me yeah gonna, than the thai soup yeah. yeah you're not gonna be drinking that she made it one time and it didn't turn out and she's like yeah i'm never gonna cook that again now so fair <laughs> You know, <laughs> so all she has to do is make something one time, doesn't taste great. That's it. Never cooking it again. Traumatized her, Tim. So they're having a cigarette, and then they argue over who's got the debtor family member, right? Because he's all like, "Oh yeah, well, uh, my mom died." He's like, "That's cool. Did they let you touch her when she was dead? What did her skin feel like?" Oh yeah, this is when we find out that he saw his dead brother, and his skin was blue. Yeah, so his little brother drowned in the bathtub, and he saw his little brother, and he's like, yeah, they, they don't want you to know about death, but you got, that's why you got to do experiments, and you got to figure out about death on your own, because mm-hmm. they don't want you to know about it. Because the dead can fly. <laughs> the dead can fly. <laughs> well, listen, we've seen enough evil dead mm-hmm. with that spirit flying around camera. Yeah. I guess technically. And we saw the spirit bird that his mom went into. Bird. That bird was flying, True. right? True. Fl- flew all the way from Utah to Maine. So he gets pissed off at this whole, like, did you finger your mom while she was dead or whatever discussion. <laughs> they get into an argument. And then finally, Macaulay's like, listen, man, I'm sorry about that. Okay. I, I, I was freaked out about death, too. I don't know how to talk about it. And I'm a dumb little kid, right? So, but then he's like, you know, but, but you got to check into it though for science, right? He's like fucking little Mengele going off there. For science. For science. Yeah. It's okay. Next morning, they, uh, they're walking on some like a bridge, like a little pier looking bridge thing. And uh, Chopper comes after him. Right. So Chopper's chasing That fucking dog. Jesus Christ. (laughs) It was an intimidating looking dog, man. Hell yeah. And then for for Macaulay Culkin's character, when they get past the gate and he's like inches away from this kid's or this fucking dog's face barking at him like a fucking psychopath. I'm going into the room. I'm reading a book for the next fucking 12 days until my dad gets home. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I love that dog, though. He's a good dog actor. You don't get a lot of good dog actors. Usually they'll like tape the face, you know, so it looks mean. And then they it's like it looks happy, but it's face is peeled oh, back. It's 93, so... And they, they play the barking. Ruff, 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 even though the dog's chill. No, that dog, that dog looks like he was really barking, yeah. Yeah. Again, it, another the disregard for children's safety in this movie. I, I do love that the little fun fact is they weren't really smoking cigarettes. It was actually a, an empty cigarette tube with dried herbs in it. So the kids were so, smoking prop cigarettes. Yeah. 
Well, what did they give him? Like those clove cigarettes? No, it said it was dried. What was it? Hold on here. I'll pull it up because I was looking at it earlier and I'm like, I don't think that's appropriate, man. Mm, yeah, smoking, smoking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good comment, Mr. Yobo. Smoking is smoking as you inhale from a gigantic bag of weed this vapor. This is vape. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. It's not smoking. Mm-hmm. No, it says they were uh, dried, <laughs> dried parsley and lettuce leaves. What the fuck does that taste like? Shit. Sorry, listeners out there. Yeah, listeners who roll some uh, dried parsley and uh, lettuce. What kind of lettuce? Romaine, iceberg. What? Maybe like that butter lettuce, the real good shit. You know that you you buy mm. it in the clamshells. And it's like still Would that alive. Be more like an indica or sativa. You I think? think that's like an indica blend. Okay. Sativa is more like your iceberg, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Then you're... Oh no, romaine because the romaine is like fluffy. That's the true. iceberg's like a tight nugget, so that'd be more of an indica. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have a lot of flavor though, not a lot of effect. True. So. Mm. <laughs> so okay. Fucking then. Next day, you know, the dog chases him down. Then we see the the Henry's mom on this crazy fucking cliff where she goes to think about his dead little brother. And she wear like a fucking cape or something like that this first time that we see her, right? Yeah, it's a very... I mean, you could tell they had a shot in mind and they're like, we definitely get have to get this shot like nine times. This big sweeping mm. shot of her in like a cape or a nightgown or a robe or something. Just staring out to sea over her kid that drowned in a tub. Well, it's ironic because she's looking at the ocean and the kid drowned in three inches of water. That is ironic. I guess it would be weird if she just was staring at the bathtub. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's a little bit more visual than than her just like playing with a little toy, you know? (laughs) Plus, we'll find out the toy (laughs) is missing. So That's anyway, huge, huge, huge. I've never seen a, a rubber duck that fucking big in my life. Well, the the note that I have is that the duck should have doubled as a flotation device, so she should have been very suspicious. <laughs> yes, or was the kid like he fell underneath the fucking rubber duck and oh, that's how God. he drowned. Oh, he no. couldn't get out from underneath it. <laughs> <laughs> so then, okay, Henry goes off to show him his invention, which is a bolt gun. A it's, bolt crossbow, right? Yeah. Oh, so, this cross bolt. Yeah, so the way... And by the way, get get this kid, like, into MIT or something. Because this is a hell of an invention. Yeah, he's not an architect, but he's an engineer. He's effectively created, like, some sort of a hand crank winch that pulls back, like, a compound crossbow. But rather than it just having the groove that the arrow fits in, it's got, like, a metal pipe that he stuffs these bolts into. Then with mm-hmm. fires, it just projectiles them out. And we see because he shoots it into a tree. He's got a scope on it, yeah. Yeah, because he's all like, oh, we're going to aim it at the cat. And Elijah Wood's like, yeah, let's not kill the cat. And he's like, no, I'm just going to scare it. I'm going to scare him, yeah. And it sticks like a good fucking inch and a half into the tree next to the cat's head. Next day, the tree's dead, yeah. Yeah, the tree's fucking toast. <laughs> and I love he's all like... uh Hey, that's a pretty good uh, device you made. He's like, yeah, but the sights are off. Yeah. Third hint. There's something wrong with this kid. Yep. So Mark goes to therapy. 
with uh <laughs> what the fuck where did they find her it says outside there's a fucking billboard family therapy mm-hmm. and again like i said the size of this town just being a straight up therapist would be tough but to be a specialized therapist where you are only doing family therapy not people who are divorced or anything like that. People are just depressed and doesn't have anything. How she survives. Maybe she's like super rich and she's just like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe. Or this is how I get kids to come to my house. Maybe, yeah, maybe her husband uh, owns all of the abandoned warehouses in town. And he's just sitting on him waiting for that property value to skyrocket so he can fucking sell and clear out. So he's like, listen, all we got to do is we got to come up with property tax every year. You pretend you're a therapist. We'll get three or four rich clients. We're sitting pretty. As long as nobody shoots my guard dog, we're fine. Yeah. <laughs> so he's talking to the therapist and he tells her, he's like, ah, you know, I fucked up. I let my mom die. Not sure how he figures he let her die. Does but he okay. say the mom? I think he just says, I let somebody die. Yeah, I I think because they're talking about the mom and nobody's died yet except for the mom. The dog didn't yeah, die, nothing. So uh whatever. That night he has a nightmare, right? He goes stumbling downstairs. Now here's the next sign that this kid's a fucking psycho, because he sees his aunt and he's like, Mom. Why is she dressed like a ghost from fucking Victorian age? Because she was going Walking out. around the house. Because she's wandering out to the fucking cliff again, Tim. She just dresses like a ghost to, to scare sailors. <laughs> I told you about that. I used to scare that fucking cop that patrolled around our house out in the woods. Right? No, what'd you there do? There was a cop Dressed that... up like a Victorian ghost? Yeah, I dressed up like a Victorian, like a dandy fop. Is what I, I dressed up like. <laughs> I had pantaloons and a puffy fucking shirt like Seinfeld. No. No, for guys, it's not creepy to dress up in Victorian era shit. Just chicks. You know, it's very flowy. For dudes, yeah. you just look like you're you're gonna give somebody a quest. You know? You don't really look like you got much going on. So no, what would happen was every night, it probably about around midnight, this cop would drive down this long ass road where nothing was there except for the road you turned off on to get to our house, right? And that that road was a dirt road that went like a mile into the woods before you got to our house. So mm -hmm. what I do though is at night I'd go out and have some cigarettes and walk around, you know, and, and and I'd walk out by the road because that's where there was a clearing where you could see the sky and everything. It was beautiful. So I'm hanging out out there and I see this cop car pulling up and I thought, well, wouldn't it be funny to just stand off the road a little bit, just facing away from the road and, and just, you know, so then the cop goes, drives by, he sees someone standing there, right? He's like, what the fuck? This is the middle of nowhere. Cause you wouldn't even know that the little dirt road to our house was there. So this cop flies by and then for the first time I, he stops turns around and i was like shit so i dart into the woods so he can't see me he stops his cop car on the side of the road he gets his stupid spotlight out and he's spotting it around like trying to feel like where the fuck was that dude so then this just became a thing that would happen a couple of times a week because <laughs> i was like well, about... hide and seek with the cop yeah basically he kept coming out there like what the fuck so this guy probably thinks that the woods are haunted or some shit probably thinks mm. there's some like 
I don't know. There was some long-haired teenager's ghost or some shit. Yeah, give that guy a gun. Yeah, yeah. Give You're lucky that cop he didn't a... just start shooting into the woods. <laughs> well, bullets don't work on ghosts, Tim. So it's fine. It's okay to shoot through the woods there. Nothing's good. Nothing bad's going to happen. It's like there's some fucking long-haired kid hanging out there smoking a cigarette. Tim, you act like some country cop is just going to go around shooting willy-nilly. This is yeah, America, that's that's, Tim. Yeah, Come on. yeah, that doesn't happen, yeah. <laughs> Plus, uh, and the video <laughs> listeners can confirm this. The problem is I'm white, so nothing's going to happen to me. That's this is, true. This is yeah. a cop in Washington. You could State. charge that cop with a knife in yeah. your hand, yelling and screaming, and he's like, "Please, please!" I could. I could be yelling, "Get the <laughs> demons out of my skull! It burns! It burns! It burns!" With a knife in my hand, <laughs> and they'd be like, "Ah, he probably just needs a better job. Let's get yeah, him a better help. job." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay, no problem. Uh, he hugs it out with his aunt, but then Henry sees a little bit jealous. Somebody's moving in on his woman. I mean, his mother, but his woman, whatever. So next morning, mm-hmm. we see Mark's playing puzzles with the, the little sister. And then Henry pops by. He's like, look, man, ditch her. Let's go have some fun, okay? Like, all right, uh-huh. no problem. So up to now, Henry rules. We can all agree with that, right? So far. Up until this point. So far, he's pretty cool. There's been some concerning things we've yeah. seen, but we're stupid little kids whose mom just died, yeah. so we might not be picking up on everything. He's, but got, he's got a crossbow. This is it. Yeah. He's got cigarettes. Mm-hmm. He's little incident with the tree fort, maybe. That sucked. But yeah. mostly, he made you a mask. He made you a, a, a murder mask. So mostly, Hold he's your okay. brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now he's like, all right, here's the deal. Why don't we go do some target practice with my bolt gun? Like, all right, no problem. (sighs) They go over to the bridge where the guard dog is. And he's like, all right, I'm going to line up my shot here. He's like, oh, okay, you're just going to, like, scare the dog. He's like, yeah, scare. Yeah, yeah, just like yesterday, yeah. And you just hear the (laughs) ka-thunk. Which is a fucking the sound that they use, the foley work of a dog getting injured. I don't know why. It always makes me laugh. Uh, I will say that the one thing that uh, I thought was okay with it is the sound that they do use for the dog. It sounds like the dog just like like somebody stepped on his tail for half a second. Yeah. The sound that he makes. It doesn't sound like he got hit with a fucking bolt that probably went right through him. Yeah. If it went through that far into a fucking tree. But, yeah, I was like, holy shit. All right, well, guess what, asshole kid? You're done, because how are you going to explain a fucking dead dog with a bolt in it? Well, you put yeah. a burlap sap around the fucking dog and dump <laughs> it in the fucking well. Yeah, they just wrap it up and chuck its ass down the fucking... <clears throat> no, yeah, you know what I want to see, Tim, is I want to see, like, a Ringu, but with a dog. Ah, Ringo. Ringo. <laughs> Uh, they thought they could just old yeller his ass but no the dog wants you to watch a video somehow oh man hey is old yeller in public domain yet it's got to be pretty close right like Uh, old yeller's revenge (laughs) oh god so like the the winnie the pooh blood and honey you're just doing like yeah, he the... gets rabies and then he just goes on a killing spree before they actually have to put him down. Oh, that's Cujo. Yeah, huh, huh. <laughs> Stephen King. Yeah. So we're just back to Stephen <laughs> King. We've got the evil dog, <laughs> though it did just get killed. Okay, so Mark's all fucked up because they just killed a dog and hid its body, like you would be. 
Henry, no problems. Just chill. It's like, hey, you know, whatever. Yeah. It was an accident. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. So, do you think I'm the kind of kid that would do something like that on purpose? Yeah, yeah. I'm just a good kid, man. I mean, didn't you see the title of the movie? The I'm a good, good son. Yeah, a good son. <laughs> so, okay. Mark heads in, starts looking at pictures, and then he finds one of his mom with his aunt. I I wrote down who the fuck is that lady, and I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, because the other two is wait. We find out when they drop off, they haven't seen each other for ten years. Yeah, yeah. Oh my this god, this guy yeah. and whoever, if it's his sister or if the sister in law, the brother or the brother in law, yeah, they haven't seen each other for ten fucking I think it's years. Sister in law. But, like, yeah, dude, can you imagine that? If you have, like, a fucking relative, 10 years, you haven't seen them, they just show up, they drop. Hey, man, my kid's fucked up because his mom died. I got to go to Japan. I'll be right back. Mm-hmm. Well, here's what's fucked up about it, too, is I don't know about the dad who has to go to Japan mm-hmm. to make the business deal in Tokyo. But uh, the dad in this movie, who's a fucking doctor in that town, yeah. affords this house can go on vacation to fucking Utah or fucking Colorado, wherever the hell it is, mm-hmm. to visit his fucking brother, his sick, bro- his wife, uh, his either sister who's dying of cancer or mm-hmm. whatever it is, or his sister-in-law who's dying of whatever it is that she's dying of. Yeah. They don't see each other even then. Well, to be fair, like the, being a doctor in this town seems pretty lax. I mean, if the psychiatrist is any indicator of your work ethic and your, your mm-hmm. need for efficacy, I think he could be kind of a shitty doctor. I just thought it was weird why they like made the point to mention that they hadn't seen each other. Nobody's seen each other for 10 years. Yeah, I don't know. I guess then you could, I guess then in theory, you could say, well, he wouldn't have any idea that Macaulay Culkin's character was a piece yeah, of shit. Yeah, that's true. Well, no, the last time they saw each other, they were kids or they were just babies, stuff like that. Right, now, right. You know, six years later something like that because you but... don't if this dad stayed over at their mansion by the way their three-story 19 bedroom fucking mansion in maine on the water on every the water. fucking window is fucking pointing out to the ocean beautiful they got like a dungeon where they can lock the kid in at the end mm-hmm. like fucking crazy crazy so yeah let's say you came over you stayed for a week at your brother's house with macaulay culkin the the this kid if this kid's like eight, you're gonna you're gonna catch on to him. If this mm-hmm. kid's like one, two, a little too young to be, you know, fucking shooting yeah. dogs, like <laughs> fucking crazy. So okay, looks at the picture of the mom, and this is when Mark starts thinking that his mom is reincarnating in an already alive person with a already soul. alive person, yeah. I'm telling you, he thinks that that bird had his mom's soul in it, and the bird fucking flew all the way to Maine and turned into this woman. So the bird flew to Maine. Then maybe the lobster ate the bird, and then the mom ate the lobster. And then she ate the lobster. Yeah. Oh, that's it. It's the transitive lo- that's the way lobster it works, properties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So whatever. He's like, yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Hey, let's go. Uh, I got a real cool thing I got to show you now. And and we get to my my maybe my favorite part of this movie, which is <laughs> Mr. Highway. <laughs> this is the creepiest looking fucking dummy prop. Just sitting there. If I'm the kid and all the shit that I've ever experienced with my fucking cousin. 
and I walk into that fucking shed, and I see that thing sitting there. Yeah. I'm walking the fuck out facing because I'm not waiting to find out if it's a dummy or if it's some fucking real person yeah, sitting facing there. away, and it's wearing like one of the weird paper mache Michael Myers mask that this dickhead was wearing at the beginning. <laughs> so he whips him around. And he's like, "As my buddy, Mister Highway, we're gonna go have some fun. Why don't we go play with Mister Highway again, Tim?" And it's a reoccurring theme in my fucking movie watches. The point when I would just leave, like, just run away. Kids run away all the time. What's yes? Literally, mm-hmm. what's the worst that could happen to you in this when town? My uh, my friend Peter Nertney bleep his name out, and that other guy went into an ATM and started taking hammers out and started smashing the fucking Jesus ATM machines. Christ. I fucking booked it the other way because I'm like, nope, nope, yep. no, nope, I'm done with this. Yep, because I'm like. First of all, that ain't working. No. You need a little bit more finesse. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna, it's going to require <laughs> a little more effort than a hammer. God. Jesus oh God, fucking Christ. Fucking assholes. So Just... he's like, all right, well, why don't we take this dummy, this life-sized, man-sized dummy with limbs and that dreams. Has my fingerprints all over it. Of that course. That looks like something that a kid would make. Okay. So it's got a, it's got a paper mache mask, right? That's mm-hmm. presumably molded from somebody's face. Whose face could Macaulay Culkin use to make this? Well, no, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Let's say the mask didn't make it through the fucking 12-car pileup, right? The mask got destroyed, got run over, so right, that's fucked right. up. Just who would make something like this? <laughs> yeah, that's the other. And then let's see who lives within like a walking radius of where this bridge is. Yeah, too. it's not... <laughs> You don't need Columbo for this one. Let me tell you. Yeah, this is this got kids written all over it, one hundred fucking percent. Yeah, yeah. This this would SVU. This would get solved in the cold open. That's how fucking easy this. No, one. no, it's SVU. They would still need like thirty-seven different fucking uh, red herrings, and then you find out, oh, it was just some kid throwing a dummy over it. That's true. Yeah, somebody. Uh, it was a sex doll. Then they got to go to a. Yeah, sex... somebody touched the kid. That's why he threw it they over. They got to go to yeah. a sex doll club, and then they're mm-hmm. looking. They could bring pictures of it, like the club in Seven with the fucking knife strap on. And they got to <laughs> then they find out, yeah, some kid made it. I don't know. Some kid was sniffing around here. Asked me about <laughs> making dummies. So I sent him. I told him to fuck off. And that's mm. your like Danny Trejo character at the sex club. <laughs> yeah. So this fucking this is the scene, by the way, that sold the movie for me too. The first time I watched it, I'm like, fuck, dude, this rules. This is the best movie. So <laughs> they drag it up to this highway overpass. And then Macaulay Culkin's character just gets on this little tirade about like, yeah, I don't know, man. Mr. Highway's a little depressed. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this little sight. It's great because they have the way they got him sitting up there too. It looks like the two kids are standing on either side of and the I mean, you're driving. You're not going to see this as a fucking dummy. Yeah, it looks like a, a man. And he's just sitting on the rails. Like, he's just ready to just, like, lean forward at any yeah, fucking second yeah, yeah. And, jump, and jump off. There's so, all these yeah. cars driving by. But I love that this... Okay, so this kid is about to commit attempted murder. Right? Uh, manslaughter? 
at best. I mean, he knew what he was doing and that it had the possibility of killing yeah, somebody. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Manslaughter, I don't know, maybe a second degree murder. Maybe maybe not a full on cold blood. Yeah, but, but you know, you could trick that town psychiatrist one, two, three true. into a fucking insanity defense, You could convince right? the psychiatrist that the dummy was suicidal. You can convince a psychiatrist who's talking to your cousin behind your back that you're on his side too. Yeah. When she said that, I'm on your side too. I'm like, you can't be on both sides. What the fuck? Also, don't tell them that you're on anybody's side if you're a psychiatrist. Like that. What the fuck? Yeah. Because then, mm-hmm. if you are crazy and you, that you're like, yeah, she's on my side. Of course, I should fucking listen to the bugs under my skin. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, of course. Fucking crazy. Crazy. Okay. But then I love he's got bits. He's got a little bit about, oh, he's depressed. Uh, I guess he's just going to one, two, three. Oh, there he goes. Oh, no, Mr. Bill. <laughs> and then a million car pile up. Because first of all, the van that they get in Breaking Bad tips over. Right, the fucking RV. It blows up with all that meth chemicals blowing all over the goddamn place. The RV tips over, and then 90 people behind them all just decide, slam on their brakes and veer into each other. That's the move. So there's cars, like, flipping. There's shit, like, it, dude, it's a great scene. Like, as far as filming it, they fucked some cars up, man. (laughs) Yeah, but later on we find out, miraculously, nobody was even hurt. They had to put that in You're in that RV... Yeah. Eddie, let's say you and your wife go on an RV trip, yeah. right? And you're driving mm-hmm. and she's sleeping in the back and that happens to your RV. Yeah. She's hurt, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. She's dead. Yeah. That <laughs> RV? She's fucking dead. It'd be, I mean, the only thing worse would be is if she was in a fucking cyber truck. <laughs> I love somebody pointed out that those things are, are basically rigid steel that's driving almost. Uh, yeah, with no, uh, what, crinkle zone or yeah. whatever the fuck it is that they call yeah. it. Yeah. And somebody pointed out, and it's like, dude, if you get in a head-on collision, that's just death. Like, you're fucked, right? And the guy, Or if you just hit somebody, a pedestrian, what normally would have been like maybe a broken leg, it's right. actually with those sharp points are going to puncture but, them and go right through their fucking spine. But the point this guy's trying to make is like, it's also not safe for you as the driver, dickhead. And the guy's all like, too bad, that's not my fucking problem. Like, motherfucker, it is your problem if you get into a head-on collision with something. If you ram that into a telephone pole, you're dead. You are fucking dead. But that shit dead. on autopilot? And that kind of fucking car, you're asking for. By the way, every Tesla's been recalled because of their autopilot. I fucking love that. Did you see that shit? Two million million cars. cars. That's all of them. And they put some software out there, update out over the air where that's it. You can't even do the autopilot option anymore on the car. I told you, dude, my my neighbor. Just never thought it was a good idea. Yeah, it's just too soon for fucking, uh, not shitting on Tesla, but I want to get in any company's fucking self-driving car right now on a fucking highway or a fucking real life Manhattan. Manhattan. Again, driving around in fucking midtown. I brought it up in the Discord. I think with e- with just EVs in general, we're at that first generation iPhone versus Windows phone era. Like mm-hmm. people love the iPhone, and it's it's a great phone now. But remember, the first generation didn't have apps on it. Like it was a fucked up phone. It was missing a bunch of basic functionality. I don't care, man. I was able to make phone calls and listen to my music on the same goddamn thing. Yeah. Finally, no, that that's was all nice. I cared about. That was nice. And then the Windows phone, just nobody 
used it. Nobody developed for it. We're going to see, like, like I think we're talking about Toyota. As soon as Toyota makes an EV, then it'll have a universal adapter that works for every charger. It'll be fine. Wait, they don't? No, the Tesla chargers, like, people have to use adapters to charge at a Tesla station because it's like Apple. You know, Apple, everything's got to be their proprietary bullshit. That's Tesla. Wait, hold on. Isn't Tesla getting the government to pay to put these fucking charging stations yes. up? Yes. It. Oh, that's a fucking scam right there. That's a good oh, one. Shit. Yeah, I mean, hats off to them for that one. So, anyhow, they run off. They hide in this fucking storm drain, right? And Henry's like, look, Mark, you're involved, too. Mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of movies. Your fingerprints are on that dummy, too. Somebody I, saw you carrying it through the woods. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched a lot of movies well, with 50s gangsters, and this is how you get wrapped <laughs> up in it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's the other note You're I have. You're an accessory after the fact. Yeah. When they when they dump the mom's ashes out in the desert, I just have their digging a hole for Pesci next to it. <laughs> uh, just throw the ashes in a the hole. They're all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one's gonna know the difference. So, okay, and and then he he points out, but he's like, but Mark, no, no, no. Look, dude, it's fine because once you realize that you can just do whatever you want. You're free. Okay, now... You can fly. Yeah. Don't be afraid to fly. Now, this is the nail in the coffin for your dealing with a fucking sociopath. He's like, listen, once you realize society's rules don't matter anymore, you can just be Donald Trump. You can just lie to people to their face. Or your mom could be reincarnated into your aunt, (laughs) right? Or that. I guess he's already playing with that rule book then. Which, by the way, I was in the city the other day, and I walked past fucking Trump Tower, mm-hmm. which I was surprised when I actually saw it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm walking past. There's some dickhead out there. Well, I guess not a dickhead. He's making money with the fucking Donald Trump mask on, taking fucking pictures of all the goddamn tourists. Mm, that's a good bit. It's a good scam. It is a good bit. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, hey, I'm, I hate Donald Trump. Can I take a picture? Sure. Oh, I love Donald sure. Trump. Can I take a picture with it? Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's the old the old Howard Stern thing when they said that like half of the people that listened did it because they hated him and they were looking for mm-hmm. fuel to fucking the people. Yeah, the people who like him listen to him for two hours a day. The people who hate him listen to him for three and a half yeah. hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that's fun. I guess we could just do whatever the fuck we want now. And Henry's like, don't don't cry about it, man. It's fine, you know. It, you, you'll be all right. It, so whatever. Anyhow, back at the house, Henry intercepts when a call from Mark's dad. He's like, oh yeah, no, we're doing great. Uh, your kid's a psycho, by the way. We'll talk about that later when you mm-hmm. get here. Just planting seeds, right? Sowing a little uh, discontent with the family. Okay, so so he's clever. I'll give I'll give Macaulay Culkin's character this. He is he does he knows he knows how to cover his tracks and set shit up. He's playing four D chess. He truly is. <clears throat> he really, really is. So now the family decides they're going to have a date night, right? So they're like, "Listen, we're going to put on our our sport jacket, and and you mm-hmm. can wear a weird, not looking like a fucking Victorian era ghost dress." And we're going to go to the one, I guess, the one restaurant in town. Lobster place. The lobster restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's a good right? point. If you're just eating whole lobster at home, what are you going out for in Maine? <laughs> here's, the, here's the problems I have with this. Where's the babysitter? 
these kids are not old enough mm. to be left alone by themselves. Yeah, I was right? going to say, I think McC- uh, you have one kid who died already. Yeah, that's you're a not quick... going to leave your son and your daughter alone by themselves. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. If there's it's not like Elijah Wood is the 17 year old cousin. Right. Where right. he can be there in charge. They're both the same age. That's a great point. Like, listen, even under <clears throat> your watch while you were home, a kid died. Mm hmm. Sure, you're going to leave kids alone? Maybe this is the first date night since the uh, dead kid. Oh, yeah. I think it might be because remember, McCully starts a little <sighs> argument. When he's all like, oh, my God, yo, he cock blocks the dad because I have written down, yo, she's crying about her dead kid before they go to dinner. That fucks up the whole date. They come home and she's still crying and talking about the fucking dead kid. I'm like, oh, there goes date night. Yeah, that was worth however much it costs to go to the one Chinese restaurant in town. (laughs) <laughs> she's just sitting there crying in a wonton soup yeah yeah just getting this soup is three inches deep too has to like jeez <laughs> <laughs> she has to like steady herself when they come to refill the, the tea uh, man. <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah not a good day night. not a good yeah. night for anybody involved in that house the dad you think the dad just intercepted the fortune cookie he's like she's gonna read too much into this yeah whatever it is not the, gonna, it's yeah, not gonna it. be positive you know what read the back with the numbers <laughs> you hmm. can read that don't part. worry the sun will come up tomorrow yeah my son my son's not gonna come up for air tomorrow because he drowned in the fucking bathtub but no, so so the move is he says, listen, Henry wants to move into dead brother Robbie's room that you crazily have never changed. And mom's like, I don't want to do that. Dad's like, oh, I don't know, maybe we should. Yeah, right. Maybe a good idea, yeah. Yeah, you because know, you know, dad's move is like, yeah, okay, he's in there for a week. We clear his ass mm-hmm. out. All of a sudden, then we get rid of that furniture. And now I got an office mm-hmm. in the house. I don't have to go to the fucking hospital work. Yeah. I can work out of the home. Like, you know, like, what's that guy's name? Uh, Bill Cosby, the uh, Dr. Huxtable. Doctor, yeah. yeah, Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> and he can have one of those Matt Lauer buttons installed where when the patient's in there, he hits the button, the door just slams shut. Katunk. Yeah. So uh, mom's crying. And. They're like, all right, well, this is fun. Let's go. Let's go have date night while I'm crying. So then, then we they decide, okay, the kids are going to play hide and seek. And the whole the fear is that Henry's going to kill his little sister while they're playing hide. Yeah, and seek. because there's a weird line in this where he corners Henry. He's like, or oh, whatever the kid's name is, Elijah. He goes, "You really like my sister, don't you?" Oh yeah. He's like, "Well, you want to fuck her?" Uh... And he didn't go that far. Yeah. Right? They saved that fuck for later on, but yeah, and because yeah, because then the implication is that they're gonna play hide and seek with the sister, mm-hmm. and if uh, Colkin finds her, he's gonna kill the sister. Yep, yep. He's like, you better hope you find her before I do, basically. And then he t- kills the power to the house. So wait a second. If this little fucking orphan kid, half an orphan, doesn't show half up, an orphan. does this go on? <laughs> is this what sets Colkin off? So, yeah, because I remember Culkin got pissed at her for barging into his room, and the, yeah. that that made him angry. But yeah, I don't know. Is because all of a sudden he's going to kill a fucking sister. Yeah, he's going to kill the mom. Yes. So he killed the little brother because jealousy. 
Right. Baby brother, he's new. Mom loves him more. Mm-hmm. Maybe you kill him. We all get it. Makes sense, right? Yeah. It's, it's understandable. Yeah. Killing the little sister, though. Yeah, not, not really sure why he goes that direction with it. And just like, come on. You're like, how fucking Could unlucky it... can one family be yeah. where you're always the kid that's around when the fucking sibling dies? Yes. Hey, all of our uh, siblings of mine uh, drown. <laughs> one of them in the bathtub mm. and one of them at old Stark's Pond. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shit. He's got a thing. He's got a water fetish. Jesus. Then, then mom's going to have to carry a glass of ice out with her when she stares at the <laughs> ocean. <laughs> you know, so she can truly mourn <laughs> properly. So yeah, they they play a little cat and mouse around there, and then it just ends up Henry finds her, but he's just tickling her. All right, he's like, all right, well we're done playing, Marcus. I'm gonna go read you a bedtime story. And then he reads her some like Madeline shit about how some little girl had to get her appendix out. Then all the other girls are like, oh, my appendix all the other too. Kids, yeah. What the fuck? That sounds like Doctor Seuss shit. Yeah. Like the star-bellied sneeches. Yeah, I want, I want my appendix out. I want a star on my stomach. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Next morning, Mark wakes up next to her bed, right? So he's already putting in time on the little girl. So maybe he does want to bang her. Who knows? Uh, wakes up. She's gone. He's like, what the fuck? Goes downstairs. Mom's still freaking out about the dead little boy. Yeah. So nothing went down that night. It just is erection. Yeah. You know what that? You know what that's like, Tim. That's like. Have you ever like you do an edible? You smoke some weed or something, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, I'm just gonna chill. Good for the night, right? And then some shit happens in your life. <sighs> yeah, and it fucks the whole goddamn thing. Yeah, up. because you're like, Damn, yeah. A, I'm too high to deal with this. But then there's got to be mm-hmm. something where, like, adrenaline or something hits your system, and then it just flushes out. And you're like, fuck, that was a waste. What mm-hmm. a fucking waste, man. <laughs> Smoking that good New York City de- uh, New York City sour diesel, and now, yep. instead of two hours later being straight and high, it's now 45 minutes later, and I got to deal with this goddamn shit. Yeah. Yeah. So this dad, he put in, man. He put in the work. He took her out to dinner the whole fucking night and then into the next mm-hmm. morning. He's like, he's still with the morning. Yeah. Still with the dead kid. Look, I'll put another one in you. How about that? <laughs> Fuck, I already did. That didn't work. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Maybe that's why he wants that office. He can get away from her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's not doing great with the kids. He's got uh, the psychopath as a kid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The daughter. The kid who can't hold his breath. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old Blubby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking bath time for Blubby over there. He's fucking toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, all right, yeah, well, uh, hey, he gets up, checks in, like, what's going on? Ah, oh, nothing. Uh, Henry took the uh, the sister out to Stark's Pond, or Old Miller's Pond. That's what it is. Yeah, for the ice skating. Stark's yeah. Pond is South Park. That's where I'm getting that from. So, okay, Henry fucking whips over there with the, the, the daughter, with the sister, and he's skating speed, skating around in circles. Fucking little Mark just runs out the front door. They're like, where's he going? Oh, whatever. <laughs> we don't get He's not acting crazy. He's not our yeah. kid. 
I mean, I do know that three of the four doors in our house run off immediately to a cliff into the ocean. But he'll probably be fine. You've opened a window too fast. You're going to fall into the ocean. Here's the thing. If the way I look at it, Henry killing the little brother was almost a mercy killing because that kid was just going to stumble out into the ocean. True. The fucking whole property is a death trap. Between that, the fucking abandoned factory, the well. Yeah, the well in the fucking graveyard, the dog. The dog running around. Yeah. Yeah, really, it was a mercy kill. Maybe that cat's got rabies or something, so. Cat's probably got rabies, yeah. Who fuck? I mean, it's a Stephen. There's probably a beehive around. Kid might have been allergic to bees. (laughs) Oh, that would have been great. Runs in the family. How great would it have been if Mark just showed up with a beehive on a stick? I heard you're allergic, you little fucker. <laughs> That's how we should have beat him at the end of the movie. With a, with a, throw him in a fucking beehive yeah, at him. <laughs> just give him the old fucking Nicolas Cage. <laughs> the bees, no, no. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. So, yeah, he fucking whips her ass over to the thin ice. Then the, the kid stands up like a dummy instead of, like, you know, distributing her body weight evenly. Ah, come on, she's a little girl. What do you expect? Don't care. She doesn't know about shit like that. But then you know what? Then she can't go out there. Don't go ice skating. There you go, yeah, Tim. That's right. If you have a thin ice part on the lake, you should be telling everybody mm-hmm. before. Well, I mean, they're, they're bringing their own skates. You think? You think on the way over to the pond that Macaulay Culkin's character was like, "Listen, I'm pissed off at you. You barged into my fucking room. You're already on thin ice with me, but I'm mm-hmm. feeling generous. Let's go skating." You think he gets too stupid to pick up on? Because it, yeah. he, he had to have jokes about Mister Highway, you know. So he got he got to do yeah, something. Yeah, but he's trying to impress the he's trying to impress Elijah. He doesn't have to impress his sister. That's right? true. With the little sister, he's probably just shut up. She's not even going to be here in ten minutes. So who That's cares? A good point. Yeah, history is written by the victorious. He's like, man, I was saying <laughs> the funniest shit on the way over to the pond, and she mm-hmm. loved it. Yeah, she was laughing. Boy. Don't feel bad, Mom. Yeah. At least she was laughing her ass off on the way to the pond. Yeah. She was laughing so hard. She's like, man, I don't even miss our dead little brother anymore. Yeah, she likes going ice skating. Remember when our brother didn't like taking baths, but you made him take that bath anyway? <laughs> when old Scuba Steve <laughs> fucked up in the bathtub? <laughs> nah. So whips her out there. And then Mark skids over there, like watches this happen. And then Henry fucking Macaulay, he like puts a little limp hand out like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna save you so it looks like he's trying to help from behind where everybody else can see but we get the camera view we see he's just he ain't doing shit the hand back good move good move until finally some adults show (sighs) up it's a gutsy move because at that point you gotta hope she dies that's true because if she comes back from this Mm -hmm. she's gonna fucking drop a dime on you you're gonna end up in the well with the dog there ain't no blaming this on your fucking crazy cousin. Well, can't blame it on the dog either. He's dead. Mm-hmm. I guess you could blame the psychiatrist. Uh, why? Because she had a psychopath in her house and she didn't even realize it? No. You just say, oh, the psychiatrist told me to take her out uh, skating. Oh, yeah. She had a fear of ice. Yeah. So we had her confronted. Yeah. She said, listen. A brilliant idea was to engulf her in ice. She said, listen, so she gets used you, to you and your sister have a little bit of, you know, shared trauma. And, and because of that shared trauma, there may be some resentment between. So why don't you guys you know, get out there, do some stuff together, break the ice, you know? And Macaulay's like, oh, go out, do stuff together, break the ice. Gotcha. <laughs> 
<laughs> so no, they they cut her out and then they ship her ass off to the hospital. She's fine. How do they not kill her? She's under the ice, right? Because... She's got her face up against the ice, and they're smashing the ice with an axe and a pick. Yeah. A pick. That'd be funny. The pick just goes straight in her forehead. That's what I was thinking. That, how great would that have been? Like, all of a sudden, the ice breaks and pull up, and it's a fucking head pull right <laughs> They pull her up out of there. She's, like, twitching like a fish that just got gaffed and shit. Yeah. Flop her on the ground. That'd be funny. Nah, she lives. They take her to the doctors, though. And uh, so... Fucking Henry's in there, of course, at the doctor's place, talking to 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 the uh, uh, psychiatrist, right? Yeah. Rat, because he's going there to rat out Henry, right? Mark's going there to rat out Henry. Henry's already at the psychiatrist, but he plays it so good too. He's like, "No, there's things I can't talk about. I can't tell yeah. you." So he makes the psychiatrist like pull it out of him. Yeah. With like, oh, my cousin's really crazy. He killed the dog. He did that. He tried to kill my sister. Mm -hmm. He's playing hide and seek, all that other shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But right before this, though, uh, is at the hospital. We do see Macaulay try to do the pillow trick on little sister. Did he? I didn't notice that. Because he goes in there and you see him like reaching to grab this pillow. And then the mom pops in and is like, hey, Henry, what you up to? And he's like, oh, nothing. Just checking out sister, seeing how she's doing. And that's when the mom is getting a little sus on him. That first little hit. Little, yeah. And then that's when she says, yeah, the doctor said she's not going to remember any of this. So I'm thinking. Oh, that's probably for the best. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking mom's lying. She's like, maybe if I tell him she's not going to remember. He doesn't have to kill her. All right. Yeah. See, because he was going oh. for the pillow. So. Maybe mom, maybe that's where he gets his uh, Machiavellian the cunning. Yeah, cunning. Mm. yeah, it's from mommy. Damn sure and dad. So, yeah, now the psychiatrist, though, he goes to see her. Psychiatrist thinks he's fucking insane, right? So what does he do to talk the psychiatrist out of thinking he's crazy? You're on their side, too. Everybody's against me. And then runs yeah, out. Not only that. But he starts saying more crazy shit about his fucking mom being reincarnated to Henry, giving him more fucking fuel because he can Henry confronts Mark and he's he's a stupid kid. He's like, what the fuck's going on, buddy? And he's like, look, man. You're you're fucking insane. What the fuck are you talking about? You know, just just play along with my shit. Then Mark's like, yeah, I'm I'm crazy. Uh, your mom, you're, it's not your mom anymore. Now that's my mom. She's going to come back in your mother to be with me. It's like fucking shit, dude. Uh, you know what? That's right. I told you. They're two psychopaths. Maybe, they're just different. Maybe Henry's yeah. doing all this shit because he's afraid of Mark. He's like, I got to show That's him. That's what I said. This is the Elijah Wood showing up sets Henry that, off. Yeah, he already yeah. did the thing with the brother. Okay, maybe that was an innocent accident, right? No, nah, maybe. Maybe, right? He did, At that point, maybe he wasn't killing animals. It was just like, hey, let's see if the kid can breathe on the ward for five minutes. Whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, he's a scientist. He gives the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But now he's getting ready to kill his sister twice, finish, trying to finish the fucking job. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting ready to off the mom. We don't. How weak is the fucking dad that he doesn't have to worry about killing the dad? He's like, I got that motherfucker under my thumb. It is fun that none of the dads do anything in this movie. Yeah, you know, one of them's just. That's why I think the I think they're brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. It runs in the family. <laughs> just look, man. We're gonna make money and kind of be here. Basically, like, like in any JRPG where the dad is, that's that's the dads in this. So okay, I'll take your word for it. Mark wakes up in the middle of the night, 
and he heads downstairs to get himself a bite to eat. The refrigerator door is slightly ajar. Henry walks in. He's like, "This is one of the best parts." It's of so the movie. good. Henry walks. How in. he gets him? He gets him so fucking good with this goddamn. It's shit. So good, because <laughs> Henry walks in. He's like, "What's up, buddy? Uh, feeling a little peckish there, uh, my my best friend? Looking for a midnight snack? Yeah. Hey, go for it. There's plenty of food. You know what? Eat, drink, be merry, have a good time, man." And he's like, "Did you poison the food, dickhead?" It's like me. No, I'd never poison the food and try to kill my family. You know, I would never do that, right? So go ahead. Let's get yourself some spaghetti. Get a nice glass of chocolate milk. <laughs> Maybe you could heat up some toast with a little butter. Put a little garlic salt on there. A little garlic bread. But this is where Elijah Wood's head. The first thing he goes to is the kid tried to is poisoning the food. So instead of he's eating something or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. So he implies that yeah he poisoned the food. And fucking dumb shit Mark falls for it. We cut to the middle of the night. You can just hear the garbage disposal. Elijah Wood has got about 14 pounds worth of food stuffed in this sink. There's a the Christmas turkey is going down that fucking drain. <laughs> then he takes a, like the plunger, whatever it is. And he's just like fucking like stabbing he's just the like goddamn sink, ram like a jamming it with a yeah. stick down there, just <gasps> just freaking out, like having a fucking fit. <laughs> and he's got this like it's like a punch bowl sized bowl of spaghetti and meatballs. Like that's enough food to feed like nine people. It's ridiculous. And it's not even covered. No, no, it's just... It's just a big bowl of spaghetti with the fucking two meatballs on it and the fucking dry sauce all over the yeah, goddamn yeah, thing. Yeah, dry-ass noodles. You know those noodles are like fucking rubber, you know? From Maine? Oh, come on, yeah. Yeah, yeah Mainers don't really do a good pasta. You get a, like a lobster roll from them, maybe, but I don't mm -hmm. know about a pasta. Not, not a lot of Italians up there, I don't think. So anyway... I don't think so. I don't remember too many times in any Stephen King book I read. So, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he looks like a fucking psycho. <laughs> so they come to this like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, no, no, he's poisoned all the food. He's going to kill you all. And they're like, oh, okay. So your, your brother's son, you say we should have your brother's son stay with us for a couple of weeks. It'll be no big mm -hmm. deal. Yeah, you, now you're not getting pussy again. This isn't even about our dead kid. This is about your brother's fucking kid. It's all the food wasted, yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. How pissed off I would be. Oh, man, especially because you know sometimes that cold spaghetti it's, hits. Oh, it hits. At, like fucking 2 o'clock in the mm -hmm. morning, right? You're on your way down there, and all of a sudden this little fucking kid's like, got his fucking mm -hmm. fingers all in it and shoving it down the goddamn garbage cup. Dude, I there. used to, at night, when I was a kid, when you have leftover spaghetti and meatballs, I'd go down there, I'd just get a couple of meatballs, some of the sauce, throw it on some bread, make a little sandwich. Oh, my God. Fantastic. I can't tell you how many times I've opened up a fucking jar of tomato sauce and just dipped the fucking bread into yeah. it and eaten in, 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 in at one o'clock in That's... the morning. It kills my stomach in the next day, but yeah. well it's not good, but you know. But it's fucking it tastes good at the it's time. fantastic. And this dickhead, this asshole, ruins it all. So they're like, All right, you gotta go to the dead kid's room now, you fucking little son of a bitch. <sighs> Yo, how tiny is that bed? Oh, oh my he God. can't fit into that bed. I mean, I know he's a hobbit, but he can't fit in that bed. 
No chance. No fucking chance. Dude. It's like a those gigantic feet are going to be hanging all over that fucking bed. Plus, I mean, there's the famous scene about them talking about second breakfast and the Z's and all the different food, and then this fucking dickhead Hobbit just ruins a house full of food. Uh, you can see if you're talking about the Hobbit, I've yeah. never seen it, but yeah, I've heard about second the second breakfast. Yeah, thing. yeah. Samwise would have been pissed at Frodo in this one. That's all I'm saying. Mm. So anyway. They lock his psycho ass up, and uh, mom starts noticing Henry is snooping on uh, the mom and dad having a conversation. She's like, hey, dude, go to your room. We're talking about adult stuff. How about that? Mm -hmm. Then she goes, starts doing her own little investigation of his shed, and finds Tim... You take you strike me as a guy who bathes with rubber duckies on occasion. I don't think I've ever had a rubber ducky in my entire life. Damn. Really? The last time I took a bath, I was probably like fucking maybe 10 or 11 years old. Oh, yeah. That's true. Bath, not... I take showers just in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> yeah, Tim's just <laughs> disgusting. I'm pig pen, yeah. <laughs> pig pen. <laughs> yeah, that's a good reference for all of our <laughs> younger listeners. Pig pen. <laughs> oh, come on. Charlie Brown is still big with the kids, right? Can't be. There's no way Charlie Brown could be big. Your Your daughters don't know about Charlie Brown. No, I don't think so. Wow! Holy if shit! I, if I asked, well, well, if I asked my oldest daughter, because she'd be the one that would know what Charlie Brown was, she, if she could remember it, she might say, "Oh, isn't that that weird store we went to with all the little doodads and the different kinds of meat and stuff?" That's it. Okay, but you can't honestly the little doodads with all the meat. Yeah, well, there's a little like novelty junk store that I, it's called Charlie Brown up around here. Anyhow, <laughs> but can you can you honestly tell me you like? Oh my God, Charlie Brown cartoons are great. Like you really enjoy that? Oh no, I hated all the Charlie Brown cartoons. But when I was a kid, that was it. What are you gonna do? Did, it's, it's Christmas. Yeah, you didn't really have a lot of options. Yeah. See, kids nowadays, they don't need to watch Charlie Brown. There's other options. Why the That's fuck true, would you yeah. watch it? Have you ever met somebody? They got their freedom, Have yeah. you ever met somebody that likes Charlie Brown shit? I don't think so. I met one guy that did. It was a co-worker of mine. And he's also a Disney guy. Like, adult with a year pass to Disney. Yeah. Yeah. That look he on your got face. Kids? No, uh, no, he does. He does. But he would have okay. that pass without kids. Mm -hmm. Those guys. Yeah. Okay. Say no more. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's a he's a real little uh um he's a real Henry type, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, she finds the little dead kid's fucking giant rubber duck. Rubber duck is huge. It is fucking huge. It's like the size of a softball. It's a big fucking... It's like you could jump in a pool and sit on this fucking thing and float. It's a big-ass rubber duck. And she's like, hey, because Henry pops into the shed like, Mom, what are you doing? And she's like, mm -hmm. bitch, what am I doing? I'm owning your life, motherfucker. I, you don't ask me what shed, the fuck yeah. I... What are you doing, you son of a bitch? Get to work. Go do some... I haven't seen you do one chore this entire fucking movie. Go clean the kitchen. Yeah, I thought this was your whack shed, and I come in, I find a bunch of fucking dolls hanging from their fucking neck, and this the fucking, fucking rubber kid. duck that 
disappeared after my son drowned in the tub. And can I tell you, of the shit in that shed, rubber duck might be the thing I'm least worried about. Because mm-hmm. let's say... I, yeah, he's literally got like three or four fucking dolls hanging yeah. from their fucking neck from the ceiling. Let me say, like, people deal with grief in different ways. And you could tell me, listen, some kid who's not really, you know, old enough to get it, their little brother or little sister dies, so they squirrel away one of their toys, right? You could tell me that, and I could say, you know what? People deal with grief in different ways. I don't know. That could be natural. He tries tries that line on her, yes. Right, he does. And she's still like, no, give me the fucking duck, you son of a bitch. So she might be a little unhinged, too. (laughs) Just say. Maybe she... <laughs> the whole fucking family is crazy, and that's why both the dads are like, "I'm going to Tokyo, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, I got to go work at the hospital. I'll see you in like three days." The dad doesn't. I'm on call. The dad's not even going to Tokyo. He just took up with some hooker in Reno or some shit. Oh man. Hey, your wife is dead, and my wife ain't giving me any because I'm a dead kid. So yeah, I'll meet you in Las oh, Vegas. Oh my god, that'd be such a fun. Like a Vegas vacation, but it's like, listen, I'm going to dump my kid off on you. You pretend you're just like at work all the time. We're going to go on a road trip. We're going to go all up. Your wife's going to be so busy taking care of my crazy kid. She ain't going to be calling us to see what's going on. We're going to go all up and down Maine and just hit all the spots in Maine. (laughs) Hmm. Wow. Maine strip clubs. That's got to be something. (laughs) Going into a strip club in Bangor. (laughs) Well, I mean, the title's right there. Bang whore, yeah. Bang, bang whore, yeah. <laughs> it's like a lighthouse-themed strip joint. That's all the poles all the shaped poles, like lighthouses? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Hey, you know what, Tim? We were knocking it. I might want to go to a bang whore main strip joint. <laughs> and get a lobster roll while you're at it? Uh, it smells like fish in here. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we're doing lobster roll. Yeah, it's a lobster, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what, Tim? Maybe we should open it. The Bang Whore Main Strip <laughs> Joint. I think we could I think we could pull it off. So anyhow, now this movie just starts moving at a crazy ass pace, right? Because yeah. we're at the very up. we're at the end, basically. Right. So mom's convinced now, okay, something's fucked up because this kid's got the rubber duck, so maybe I don't know. He fought like a fucking banshee, yeah. Wolverine yeah. over the oh goddamn God. ducks. Yeah. Dude, and here's the thing. I, look, I get serial killers need a trophy or whatever. It's a, it's a great piece of advice for everybody. Act like you've been there before. You know what I mean? But he's a kid. This is his first yeah. one. It was his brother, so it's extra special. That's true. Right? He got a little Cain and Abel mixed in with mm-hmm. it and popping yeah. his chair. He's got a thing with water, so the rubber ducky kind of plays into that, too. Yeah, yeah. He popped his cherry on his brother. That's that's rough. Uh, in the, uh, there might be a better way of putting that. In but, the bathtub. Uh, you know? <laughs> so, anyhow. Worst game of Clue ever. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I did it with the rubber duck in the bathroom with my brother. What, the murder? Nah, fucked him. So anyway. I thought it was Miss Scarlet did it he, in the bedroom with a candlestick. Yeah. So yeah, he snatches the rubber duck and tosses it down the well. I'm like, what the what the fuck does that is that now you're getting rid of the evidence? No, because I think what it is in his crazy mind, everything in the well is his. 
That's where he keeps his secret box. That's where he gets rid of the dog, right? That's true. That's where he can be. Now, nobody can ever get that rubber ducky except for him because nobody's ever going to know where it is. He's going to know where it is at all times, right? So he's thinking like a little Syracuse. He's growing up. Nice, nice. All right. That that makes a little more sense. Then I get it. The trip with the, you know, the little talk with the psychiatrist gave him that little extra edge that he needs to get that confidence. I could fool this stupid bitch. Yeah, that was the one thing Macaulay Culkin's character was missing in this was confidence. That's a good point. <laughs> this kid who just like, well, you could do literally anything you want to do. He needs some confidence. So, okay. I guess then well-adjusted mom hits the suicide cliff again. Because she's got to contemplate it. Like, dude, if you're depressed. The only place she can go to think? I I mean, sure. She doesn't have a weird, uh, I don't know what kind of office, what weird Cliff Huxtable office the dad had that they lock Elijah Wood in at the end. But I don't think she has one of those mm-hmm. of her own. I mean, maybe they could convert the dead kids. Oh, right. yeah. Did we skip over the part where he, the dad catches him we're, with we're uh, getting Elijah Wood right holding now. the fucking scissors? Yeah, oh. so that's coming up right now. So this is when Henry's practicing crying in a mirror, and he's... And he's like, well, I figure when your mom dies, you probably cry, right? So people are going to expect that I have to cry. And dude's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you going to kill your fucking mom? And he's like, no, 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 no. Remember, it's not my mom anymore. It's your mom. Chef's kiss. (laughs) Chef's fucking kiss. What are you going to say? He got your ass. I mean, either you're crazy and you're like, yeah, you're right. That isn't my mom. I was acting insane by thinking that. Like, yeah, he's fucking got him. <laughs> it's a good point, Tim. But uh, instead, no, he just decides Henry the, 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 is he needs to die. So fucker just grabs scissors, pins Henry down to the ground, and Henry just unfazed. And you got to give it to Macaulay Culkin on this one. Because they're just acting cool as a he cucumber the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, they always say like kids, kid actors can be, they can be obnoxious because they're over the top, right? The way he plays this character is just unaffected by anything is perfect. I think that's how he played all his characters as a kid. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, Kevin. Because I think Richie, he's Richie Rich. He's the same thing in Richie Rich as this, I think. I don't know. Kevin McAllister was running around screaming and shit and... Going to church. And... Yeah, yeah. well, he was a younger kid. and Well, why was he screaming? Because he was a little fucking psychopath trying to kill people. Too, that's true. Getting off yeah. of so... I, yeah, that's a good point. This really isn't too far of a stretch. So now he has learned to act like he's been there before. <laughs> that's true, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, man. You know what? This could be a shared universe. No problem. No problem. Just yeah. just men who another big ass house. Yeah, just yeah. men with just dropping the kids off. Jobs dropping kids off with mansions. Like we're going to Paris. You take care of them for the two weeks. That's it. Yeah. That's how you get the time. Maine to like Midwest is not that big of a difference culturally. Maybe you know, it's still a little weird. Say hmm. words a little fucked up. Cold. Yeah. 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 I could see. No John Candy in this though. <laughs> He was the best part of Home Alone, you got to admit. (laughs) He was usually the best part of anything that he was in. The fucking story about how they left his son at the fucking funeral home (laughs) with the death. (laughs) He's like, hey, kids are are fine. They'll rebound after anything. You didn't talk for a couple of months, but, you know, kids are tough. 
<laughs> Back then, yeah. The they playing on wells, hanging off cliffs. Yeah, yeah, throwing Mr. Highway off the fucking intersection. <laughs> oh, God. Never did anything mm. that bad. I never unintentionally made or intentionally killed somebody. So I might have unintentionally. It was always an accident. Yeah, yeah. I got a. It was manslaughter. Yeah. Well, I, uh, Tim, you can't guarantee you didn't ever accidentally kill somebody. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's something I did. Butterfly like, effect. Had the trickle down yeah. effect. Yeah. You, you took a parking spot somebody was going to take, and he's like, well, that's it. Time to go walk into the ocean. Jumped ahead of somebody in line at the supermarket. Well, they ended up having the brick fall on the head while they were walking out the door. Yeah. 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 You never know. Somebody at, at the uh, uh, pet store could have been making overtures at you, and then you reject them. <laughs> <laughs> and they just go eat kitty litter until they die or something. I don't know how they would do that, but whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man, that cat litter. So, Mom... Had some good times on that cat litter bag. <laughs> so, Dad busts in, drags Mark out, and locks him up in his stupid little, like, weird den slash... I mean, now you gotta put this little fucking psychopath in a closet. You can't put him in a room mm. where he's gonna improvise how many different fucking weapons are in that goddamn room. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I think it might be time to give Mark a bath, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, no. Uh, anyhow, Mom goes in to, uh, Mom shows up to to see what the fuck's going on. Henry intercepts her, right? He's like, hey, Mom, I'm uh, uh, a little bummed out. I need to talk. Can we go for a walk like we used to? Make her all mm-hmm. wistful. Playing all those yeah. notes, yeah. So they go on a walk, and Mom confronts him. She's like, listen, did you did you kill your little brother, man? Because nobody was allowed in there after I found his dead body, and you had the rubber duck. Mm-hmm. So that means you were in there while he was still alive. Before, yeah. yeah. So did you fucking do it? And he's like, you know what, lady? I am frankly insulted. That you would levy these charges against me. I am Mm. frankly uh, morose about this. I'm going to run and jump off of your cliff. And then you can't even enjoy that. How about that? (laughs) Well, no, he hits it with the line with, what if I did? Yeah. Yeah. What if I did? It's like, ooh, yeah, that's a good question. What if you did? <laughs> we'll get you help. And he's like, you just want to put me away in the home. I'd rather be dead. Yep. And that's when he goes running that's, off. Yeah, yep. we... And she goes chasing after him like an idiot. She runs over to the edge of the cliff, looks over the edge of it, can't see him. She's like, what the fuck? Good move. Good move from him, by the mm-hmm. way. Because yeah. he just... Backtracked. Yeah. He did a shining on her. Yeah, yeah, he backtracked. <laughs> and then fucking just uh, goes in and gives her the old Goldberg spear and knocks her ass off the cliff. So she's hanging off the cliff, climbs her ass up, because up on top... No, no, you hold on, you forgot a bit of oh, part, because as she's hanging on the cliff, he's standing oh, yeah. over there with a gigantic <laughs> fucking rock in his hands that he's going to like get ready to fucking just drop on her fucking head, because she's holding on to the fucking yeah, this branch. Yeah, dickhead grabs like a fucking boulder, and he's got it up above his head, and he's like, no, 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 over there, two clicks to the left, and... Gonna fucking take her. Well, I mean, look. Last time you didn't finish the job with the sister. She lived. You're hoping that she doesn't remember anything. Mm-hmm. The mom's a different story. She's definitely. She lives to tell. She's definitely gonna know what. She's gonna remember what mm-hmm. happened. So you gotta finish the job yep. off. But to, uh, then he gets tackled. Speaking of Breaking Bad, to quote Mike Ehrman Trout, "No half measures. 
You got to go the whole fucking way, buddy. If you're going to kill your mm-hmm. mom, you do it. You get that rod. That's right. Make sure. But he gets intercepted. Mark fucking dive bombs his ass. And we just get kid fight for the end of the movie. That's the climax. Mom climbs up. And then, I don't know, they're rolling around. And I got to say, the ending of the movie is probably the weakest part for me. Eh, yeah. If I honestly, if I'm a producer and somebody comes up to me with this script, I'm like, all right, it's pretty cool. We got Mr. Highway. I love that weird incest angle. Mom and Mm -hmm. the new mom, whatever. That's it's a trip. People like it. How does it end? Uh, well, you ever hear of Sophie's Choice? Oh yeah, but a cliffhanger. Yeah, but what about that? Is but it's literal, like a literal cliffhanger. (laughs) So mom's holding both kids with one hand off the edge of the cliff. And I do, Mm -hmm. I do love Macaulay Culkin's like, mommy, mommy, I need your other hand, mommy. I love you. I love you. I love you. And it's like, dude, you just tried to kill her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you got to play in those. You got to play with the cards you got at that point. What else has he got? Nah, it. It's, it can't be, hey, bitch, pick me up, bring me up there so I can finish you off, I'm gonna, right? I'm, I'm going to give you a uh, another gambling analogy here, Tim. If I'm the mother, I'm just mucking the hand. Both of them. Gone. Mm, that's They're true. This other one's creepy. Problem. Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, we're, we're going to need to start mm. over here. We can get the little girl just over Just start there. over. The little girl, my daughter's okay. She's pretty good, I right? I mean, so far. Yeah she, yeah, she might be in the hospital for the rest of her life. Who knows how long yeah. she's underneath that water, but... fair. There. I mean, luckily though, usually women don't spin out as hard as men do. Like, you don't get a lot of female serial killers. You know? That's true. You get a fair amount. Well, they just don't get caught. Well, yeah, that the problem is usually they're the poisoners and shit, and then you never find out about it until they admit to it thirty years later. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and you always have that trope about how there are no female serial killers, so they get away with it because mm-hmm. cops are just thinking there's no way a chick did this. It's true, yeah. So, yeah, she uh, drops his ass and kills her son. So she ended up at the... Did she pick the good son? Well, better question is maybe that Elijah Wood's mom now. Maybe she really did come into her body. Oh, while they were at the cliff, the bird landed on it. Finally transferred the mom's soul, and that's... uh, The bird shit. She's like, hey, yo, mom, what are you talking about? I ain't seen you in 10 years. A seagull shit on her head, and that was the soul (laughs) entering her body, along with some sort of a brain parasite. This could be the same thing, soul, brain parasite, who knows? So he's fucking dead. And uh, now we come back to Mark in the desert, and he's talking about how at night, you know, sometimes I wonder if she ever regrets killing Henry. And then credits. If she had it it to do over again, would she do the same thing? I like... Why, why? I mean, the kid's a fucking psychopath. He killed your fucking son. He tried to kill your daughter. He tried to you, kill you. Yeah. And, I mean, at the very least, she's got rid of that kid and fucking Elijah Woods back in the fucking mountains of Utah or Colorado. But, like, that's what that character took from this entire experience, is he's like, ah, gee, it was really a coin toss there at the end, huh? <laughs> like, that was the message. That was what, what he took from the movie. Yeah, did he stop believing that that's his mom? Wouldn't that be like more enforces fucking delusion Ooh, that yeah. of course my mom's gonna pick me to save? Yeah, you know what? Elijah Wood loves doing like crazy horror shit. Somebody should reach out to him and be like, "Listen, can we get a follow up oh. to the Good Son where it's you now 
still thinking that that's your mother trying mm-hmm. to track her ass down like <laughs> that's an idea right i mean it's something yeah that's for sure and you know what else tim this movie something because that's it that's the good son it's a good movie overall i think right my wife yeah. started watching yeah. it like about like maybe 15 minutes into it i mean because once she started picking up like she's like what's wrong with that kid yeah you know what <laughs> Like which one? This title might be a little bit of a misnomer, Tim, because he doesn't seem too good. <laughs> wait, would would that mean? Uh, well, wait a minute. Maybe the dead kid's the good son, then, right? He's quiet. Yeah, doesn't bother you. No yeah. waking up. You don't have to. No more baths. Don't have to worry about. Yeah, no more baths. That's for sure. <laughs> oh God. Ah, uh, so yeah, no, totally an enjoyable movie. I mean, it's like I said, it's got its flaws. Like I, I do think the ending is pretty yeah. weak. I think that's why. I mean, it wasn't too much of an ending. How else could you have done an ending like that? Because you know that she's going to have to make a well, yeah, yeah. Yes, at the end, she's going to have to make a choice between which one of the kids she believes is going to go along yeah, with. You right? could end it a different way, though. You could just have it so Elijah Wood kills him, and then he gets fucking institutionalized or some shit. You you could end it any number of ways. Mm. I'm just saying more evidence that it's a Stephen King movie. The ending sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Bad ending, yeah. But a fun world. So definitely worth a watch yeah. if you haven't seen it. And I feel like it's one of those movies that a lot of people might have missed. You know what I mean? It's early enough in the 90s and it's... It's got a 25 on Rotten Tomatoes. 25%. 25%? That's what I saw. Wow, that's lower than I would have imagined. I could see it getting like a 60, maybe a 65, 70-ish. 50? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's really low for it, man. That That's critics or is that people? Uh, I don't know. Just the, whatever it is that I watch on, it just has that little hmm. uh, Rotten Tomatoes uh, emblem and it just said 25. Well, let's find out here. Holy shit. You are not wrong, buddy. Yeah, 20, is it 25 tomato meter. So that's critics. Audience gave it a 54, Tim. So we nailed okay, it. Okay, let's see. Fuck the critics. Yeah, man. Come on. Oh, man. Shitting on Macaulay. Man, those motherfuckers. Oh, Tim, buddy. You know what we got to do next week? Fuck doing Christmas. The Christmas will be a special. Man, I almost forgot. We got to do the crush. With Alicia Silverstone? Yes. Tom Skerritt? Uh, was Tom Skerritt in that one? Uh, Carrie Elwes? Who's the guy? Was in it? The guy from Saw? Yeah, it's the guy from Saw, Princess Bride. Yeah. Uh, Kurtwood Smith is in it. Tim, buddy. Okay. All right, so we, I'm getting my Tom Skerritt movies mixed up with uh, I think, Lolita's. I think with Lolita's. Yeah. No, which one are you? Is that the babysitter you're thinking of with Tom Skerritt? Is it? Uh, is it something? Is it, oh, I think Drew Barrymore. I think it's Drew Barrymore. Oh, Tom okay. Sca- yeah, Tom yeah. No, because that's Jeremy London in the Babysitter. Yeah. Oh, maybe it was the Crush. No, we have to do the Babysitter, not the Crush. That's right. I'm confusing my Alicia Silverstone. That's that's not till '95. We got a couple of months. The Babysitter is the one. We it's funny come. how that trope just kind of like disappeared from movies. You don't see that too many times anymore. Oh, with, Lolita, uh... Fatal Attraction movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of glad. <laughs> Let me tell you. That's <laughs> it ran its course. All those people who were writing those movies died out. That's that's a trope I could do without, buddy. <laughs> so, Tim, buddy, 
you have yes. anything you want people to pay attention to on the internet? Like I say, uh, always pay attention to us. If you can, join the Patreon. Give us a five-star review on Spotify. Uh, I was going to say Apple. Well, yeah, no, there's podcasts on Amazon, right? Yeah, Amazon's got podcast. I mean, we're on everything. On, on Audible. Audible, yeah. yeah. Audible's got our podcast yeah, so up listen there. To it on, listen, to a, listen to one show on all the devices and give us all five-star reviews on That's Yeah, that's a good one. That That's a great idea. That good idea. pod thing. That's the good pod thing. We're missing out. Yeah. We could be like number one. Yeah, we're like thing, twenty-five for film in the yeah. good pod. So we could we could be higher than that. Come on, you fuckers. We can bump get, it up. Get yeah. to work on that. So yeah. Well let's see. Now that Candace isn't on the show anymore, we might get uh, that non Candace bump. I think we're gonna lose our female audience. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So yeah. Uh, uh oh, go, well, it was fun while Go check it us out too on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bloody bits where you can get access to our bonus episodes as well as video episodes. And Tim, mm-hmm. I'm gonna aim to get the video out before the the audio, just the straight up podcast. So a little exclusive. You get your content first. Ah, nice. You can hear it before other uh, everybody else. You'll know all the jokes before everybody else hears yeah. them, and you'll be like the king of the Discord. You will. Like, hey, I bet that Yobo was really great this be week. Like, oh, that whole joke Tim was making about the <laughs> incest—that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Tim wants more Lolita movies. What? And, hey, you know what? If that wasn't enough to convince you, you could also get access to the Blood Bank. Now with a what is it seventy one hundred fucking movies? Jesus Lord, Tim. And then soon to be a uh, seventy one hundred and one with targets. Mm-hmm. So we got uh, targets coming up. That'll be up tonight. We got uh, Dead by Midnight. Why to kill? Uh, film. That's the name of the movie. Why to yeah, kill? Yeah, yeah. That's the parenthetical like subtitle is Why to <sighs> Kill. It came out in twenty twenty two. It's a horror anthology. Uh, wow, this looks like crap. Never mind. Wait, it's making a reference to Y2K. And it's a horror anthology. But it came out in 2022. Yeah, it doesn't really have a lot of description. It says here, the film is a new horror anthology that's carving out a new brand of terror with original storytelling and iconic horror stars. Y2K has assembled a team of horror legends for five terrifying segments, each more deadly than the last. Okay. I'll take their word for it. It's got Kane Hodder. Hey, he's okay. He's kind of famous in the horror world. It's got Bill Mosley. I think people have seen a movie or two with Bill Mosley. They certainly have. It's Tim. It's got Aaron Brown. Got me on that. Me too. But you got to have some broads (laughs) because there's got to be some tits. Uh, Let's see what else. Let me find a better one to, to end this one on here. Never mind. That's the best one I could find. No. Uh, <laughs> what else? I'm sorting it by what date added is what we'll do here. Oh, Tim, Hellbreeder, buddy. You got to watch this. Came out in 2004. Five years ago, Alice's son was murdered. Every day is consumed with the need to find his killer. The arrival of a mysterious stranger leads Alice to suspect him to be the killer and it coincides with a renewed spat of horrific child murders. I'm betting it's a mom. Oh, you think so? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's got a clown on the cover. And the and the the person coming back is her reincarnated son trying to stop her because he's he was her first victim. Oh, that'd be a good one, Tim. And it can have a terrible ending mm-hmm. and be by Stephen King. 
How about that? <laughs> so you can get access to all that and more, of course, at patreon.com forward slash bloody bits. And uh, Tim, buddy, I think that this is how we end it.